0: Okay, stream has started. Now we're on a delay, so once we see people in there, we will know we know will it's be good. Working. Yeah. And waiting, 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 waiting. You probably might want to move the uh, uh, mic stand a l- little bit more toward here. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'll and then confident. that'll be good for you, right about yonder. It's okay if it's on an angle. Hello, and welcome to RCR podcast number 39. I'm Brian. I'm Tony. And we're here to answer airplane questions, and by mm-hmm. that I mean Tony is. Yes. Tony, uh, this is odd for RCR, but uh, if Matt Farah can go and take pilot lessons and devote an entire podcast to, <laughs> to flying uh, like a Cessna 172, then uh, I can have a commercial airline pilot, on mine captain tony and uh congratulations on just making captain thank you uh uh tony i don't think has appeared in regular car reviews at all yet but hopefully at some point i'll be able to get some vocal work from tony in his pilot voice (laughs) because there's this one thing you wanted to talk about about temperature that you had to hold everything back to not when you had to announce the uh, local temperature do you remember what that was oh man
1: was that like The local temperature. Trying to think now. I mean, like sometimes I'll look it up and be like, "Is that Celsius or Fahrenheit?" Or
0: Mm." that was a specific number. That was everything you had to not say. Nice. Uh, uh.
1: (laughs) Temperature is
0: (laughs) sixty-nine. Nice. 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 Um. Jim Sneakers says,
1: uh, fly them Canadian Q400s and Dash 8s. Mmm, turboprops. <laughs> Don't see many of those now. That American got rid of them. Okay, well, kind of, sort of. There's yeah. zero turboprops now at Philly. They're all gone. Now, what goes... Last time I was there, going all the way down
0: to Terminal F.
2: <laughs> where dreams go to die. In the
0: land. <laughs> the far end of Terminal oh burgundy burnouts wouldn't be a podcast without you said you gotta miss this one gotta drive home sorry man uh nick roman will have this uh up on the lives uh up on um uh itunes probably uh later at some future point he's gonna have to rip the audio
1: uh what do you think about the honda jet ah that's a big topic okay um
0: what do you think about the Gosh, Honda: Why do get, I start with this?: So, my, what little I know about uh, uh, civil aviation and jets is that the Honda jet is the half-life three of civil aviation, civil aviation. It's never coming
1: out. It was like that for 10 years. Uh, I first saw it in 2007 when it was a prototype, and it was like, "Oh my God, Honda's building a jet what (laughs) and everyone's like shut up and take my money and then nothing happened for 10 years and the certification process actual flight testing happened uh i think they had one accident but it was just them going off like the side of the runway uh but nothing happened to that for 10 years also the you know economy kind of crashed in 2009 a little bit a little bit So that didn't help Honda's, at that point, you know, airplanes are the most expensive thing of any company, so. But now, in 2018, Honda's like, we're back, we're better, the HondaJet is here, and now it's out, and you can buy one. Oh. And they are no longer in, no no testing, they are out. And I think it's a really cool thing to see a car company like Honda devoting so much effort to aviation uh especially to a very light jet like the Honda jet i wonder what it would take for
0: RCR and you to just get a tour of that plane even if it's on, just even Doable. if it's just on the
1: tarmac yeah. say hey i'm a i'm a youtube channel we're an automotive youtube channel oh yeah they would love to do that cuz they want to get their out. product out there no one knows well, i mean people know about it but you know they want to market it they'll do whatever it takes to do that including really just for would right, go if, to an air show. Uh.
0: But the cost, like, I, I have I have questions myself about landing fees that mm. I didn't know was a thing. Yeah, then you get jet landing fees. And but we'll go to we'll go to some uh, super chat questions. Alex Landers, uh, thanks, Alex. He says he saw Dave Matthews Band in Tampa this ice. week. man. Take me back to the nineties. Good to see <laughs> that Dave Matthews Band is still still touring.
1: Uh, have you been to dinosaur barbecue yes oh i love dinosaur barbecue we go there all the time when we have upstate new york overnights and it's good <laughs> i don't know i think i was there once at i know it's a chain yeah but
0: you know it's it's hard to say no to barbecue even, even midlands mm-hmm. ones so i remember i was at mission barbecue that was good of course the new standard was uh black's barbecue in uh Austin, Texas. Like, oh, this is Mm -hmm. legit stuff. You don't even
1: put sauce on this. It's so good. Someone said, uh, which airplane is best uh, cocaine smuggler? That would probably be the Douglas (laughs) DC-3. Tell me why. (laughs) Uh, It's an old plane. It's available in a lot of countries outside the U.S. And you can fit a lot in it. (laughs) Um, Not that I know anything about that, but... Anyway, uh, Tony, you went to FIT, right? Yes, I did. I went to Florida Tech, and uh, I'm going myself this fall for aerospace engineering. Nice. It's a That's a big, good engineering school, and uh, they just so happen to have airplanes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's a good place. Melbourne's nice. They have a nice little main street. It's a good life over there. They still have the trolleys that take you to the main street. That would be nice. I think they still do that. It's the only downside is it's a private school, so it's expensive. Mm. So uh, shell out the big bills. Nick Velez, we got
0: one say, yeah, Honda Jet is cool, but it's all about the, <laughs> the Ford,
1: Ford TriMotor. trimotor. Oh, How come the
0: Ford cool Tri Motor is in every single period piece that every single biopic that takes place? They have to shoehorn a Ford Tri Motor. <laughs> oh, by the
1: way, we're old tiny. <laughs> yep, there's a picture of a TriMotor. That's a, Ford, uh, they really took a big leap, especially back in the 30s when they were still kind of blooming back then by building the big tri-motor, which was kind of one of the first airliners, if you can call it an airliner, is basically used for that purpose, but it worked. It was a great success back then and flew for years and years.
0: Those old piston planes back in the 30s, did they even go to Mm -hmm. 10,000 or do
1: you think they'd not? rarely because they're one they weren't pressurized and two some of them weren't heated ah oh. be cold although oh. i think the ford trimeter was i don't remember
0: huh i remember seeing pictures that people that there was there was like overhead shelves or like there was like yes. bags or like
1: netting just like on netting. a ship <laughs> and the seats were wicker basket chairs or whatever but what they tried to do and this was at the time is they thought the interiors of airplanes should like look like the interiors of train coaches. Oh. Like, you know, really elaborate, fancy lamps, fancy chairs. And they tried that in the airplane and people liked it. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Nick Valles says, huge fan. Post too long post too long for Super Chat will post in regulars. Okay, so cool. Nick Valles, do we have to look for something for Nick Valles? Big fan and a mechanic who loves your unique perspective. Super broke from moving. Otherwise, I'd send you all the monies. Oh, Oh, well, thanks, Nick. Anyway, uh, what sort of mechanical work do you do? Joseph Walling says, what is your opinion on the F4F Wildcat (laughs) (laughs) FM2? Well, that's stuff that existed in the 40s. But the thing is, I know what you're talking about. It's a Grumman uh, fighter plane that preceded the uh, Hellcat. I know it... I know this from reading Flights of Passage by Samuel Hines, that it had a pressurized
1: oil system, Mm. but I think the gear was hand cranked. Yes, it was. Uh, That's one of the two big drawbacks with that plane is you have to crank the entire airplane or the landing gear to get that gear up or down. And meanwhile, you know, fly the airplane. The other problem with the Wildcat is that the landing gear is very narrow. And that presented a big problem for landing on aircraft carriers where, you know, deck might not be stable. And now you have all this weight that's teetering on these really narrow wheels. Oh, boy. Yeah. You could see the problem with that. Yeah. The- Other than that, it's a cool plane. <laughs> the, um the, I don't know, what's the
0: term for where you put the wings? the The wings were, like, in the middle of the fuselage, like... From top yeah. to bottom. It wasn't it wasn't above wing. It wasn't below yeah. wing. They were like dead center.
1: Yeah. Uh, they would be dead center and like slightly be- behind you. So you could see, you know, mm-hmm. everywhere unobstructed, which would be nice. CRJ-200 driver. Nice. The real man's jet. Whoa. Who said what? Where? Uh, John Elliott. John Elliott. CRJ. Why did he call himself a driver? Uh, <laughs> that the CRJ-200 is like, that's what I started in. Uh, with the airline and that's like it's not primitive but you don't have all the fancy bells and whistles you do with say the jet i'm in now or hmm. i don't know an airbus or something uh there's no automatic bleed air valves there's no uh vertical navigation or v some of you might know there's no fancy stuff that you see like in an airbus basically so instead of calling you a pilot, you'd call it a driver. What's ver- vertical navigation? Uh, it's basically the computer saying, "Hey dummy, you need to descend at this rate at oh. this to this altitude on this arrival." Um, we have another
0: driver. Ian Anderson says, "Q400 driver checking in here too." The Q. I don't know what that is. That what? is
1: the turboprop. The Really long turboprop that used to be out of uh, Newark. You used to see it all the time out of Newark. It's the long version of the De Havilland Dash. Oh, okay.
0: What do you think the chances are of the C Series now that's been officially rebranded as the A two twenty?
1: Yeah, that. Uh, the C Series is awesome and great because it feels a small niche in the market between regional jets and jets that aren't regional jets. And yeah, Airbus took over the entire thing and named it differently. But they're they have money. They have the power to do something like make a new airplane. Oh. So we'll see what happens. The A220 is this brand new or rather the C series it was called. Is this brand new jet that's just coming out. And uh, everyone's excited for it because I think Delta is going to have it. There's so many airlines that want it.
0: Um, we had a question about here about ILS. I know what that means. Instrument landing <laughs> system. Hey, Which I thought is a terrifying prospect. When my dad told me about it, it says, no, <laughs> follow some needles that, you know, move around. He told me like when he had to get his <laughs> ILS certification in like the 70s. He had to put this helmet on that, like, so he oh. couldn't see out. <laughs> or he had this hood on. Foggles. <laughs> yep. But he said his instructor allowed him to peek it up because there was some sort of landmark that he wanted to, him to look at.
1: Yeah, we, we still use those today. Uh, they're called Foggles, or there's, like, a hood version where it blocks your vision, but only to the point where you can see the panel. Mm. It So you can't see outside. Mm. Because, like, the other way would be to cover the windshield but you don't want to do that Mm. that'd be a bad idea
0: so his question was jeremy wright says hey tony will ils be replaced in the near future as technology upgrades
1: um it's a very good possibility but we won't really see that probably in like 10 years um because gps's are such a thing now Mm -hmm. uh and gps's are kind of when you think about it they're kind of new like we only Airplanes only used GPS since what, the nineties, eighties maybe. Yeah. You kind of needed those satellites up there first. Uh, Mm -hmm. so it will take a while before ground-based approaches can be replaced by satellite based approaches. So when the auto land
0: program is running, is that running off of the ILS infrastructure? Sure. Yeah. You can do, I don't know if that was phrased correctly.
1: Uh, not so much Autoland, although some planes have that. But yeah, the plane will fly the approach for you, depending on what kind of approach you're flying. Does yeah. you're, does are you allowed to talk about your current equipment? Yeah, I All am right. a cat. For those of you who don't know, I'm Tony. I'm a captain on the Bombardier CRJ 900. I also was a first officer on the CRJ 200, uh, and I've been flying the airline for now two and a half years. Before that, I was a certified flight instructor in Florida. Um uh, before that, I was a line guy at a local airport. And before that, I was a movie theater guy. <laughs> <laughs> Made a big jump. So um, we have
0: uh, W. Bush. Thank you for your generous donation. Uh, oh, Thanks. pilot, my pilot,
1: our fearful <laughs> trip has begun. <laughs> what does that mean? I think he's right, making a reference to, oh, Captain, my Captain. captain.
0: Oh. Uh, Th- thank you, W. Bush. Yeah. That's Afternoon, sure. gentlemen, I don't know anything about planes, says Cactus Catastrophe. I That's okay. You. That's okay. I know very little. I know <laughs> as like an airplane fanboy and I went to World War II weekend, I used to go a lot. Um, I haven't been there in maybe 10 years, but um, about planes, but it's still it's still going to be a good listen. Yeah, when I went to World War II weekend, since my dad it's was fun. a pilot and he he like knew a guy who knew a guy <laughs> – As a little kid, I was allowed to crawl around in planes. Now, this is like the 90s, like pre-911. Yep. So I remember climbing up into uh, a Mitchell and uh, a B-25 Liberator. And they just, I mean... I don't think the guns had the receivers in them or anything, but they're they there, were. But they're, but, de-activated. but they're real. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The guts are gone, <laughs> but you could just take them and point them and shit. <laughs> yeah. no, yep. we were we weren't flying the plane, but he said you were allowed to crawl around all inside the plane. I <laughs> could go up and top in the dirt You're on this top. fifty
1: cal in front of you. And- <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't think you were allowed to go into the cockpit because all mm. these planes over at the museum in Reading they fly. Oh yeah, but it's just cool but you could you you weren't able to well they they couldn't have the belly turret because you had to retract that thing yeah. for landing but you mm-hmm. could go and lie down in the in the tail gun like mm-hmm. wow this is tiny in here that And is cool. I don't know if they're cool about that anymore maybe you have to give like money to side uh,
1: Yeah of. there's either that or it has to be like just a static display cuz they don't you know want everyone touch 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 break stuff like that
0: Yeah I remember touching
1: all kinds of stuff in that thing <laughs> little kids how how?
0: all right I have a question uh, this is a question for you Uh, uh, Spitfire Spitfire. or BF109 okay Spitfire Uh, I know is English and BF109 is is a
1: Meterschmitt yep I'll go get two beers okay I'll think about this long and hard on one hand you have the elliptical wings of the Spitfire on one the other hand you had the uh, extending leading edges on the Messerschmitt so I don't know the Spitfire I think can outmaneuver a Messerschmitt but the Messerschmitt might fly a little faster that's a hard argument but then the British won the war so there's that (laughs) I don't know beverage
0: for this evening is brought to you by Tony and I think we need... Uh, Bottle openers for this? No. Yeah. Whoops. Be right <laughs> back.
1: Delicious. Uh, what else? Mitsubishi Zero. Don't pick the Nazi plane. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Yeah, I'd- i'd go with maybe the spitfire uh because it had that was it a v12 engine the elliptical wings which were great for speed and maneuverability uh and it's british it's cool whoa
0: okay i don't know if i can drink this whole six-pack tony has brought us river horse uh, Hippotizing IPA. (laughs) 7.5%, man. We don't don't have to finish it. This
1: is uh, a New
0: Jersey beer.
1: (laughs) I was trying to find Cape May Brewing Company, uh, but they didn't have any. So, there you go. Sorry. Uh, What about Frontier Airlines? We were Uh, talking about that at dinner. Yeah, we were. Uh Welcome to the sky, boss. In order to understand the business model that say frontier or spirit uses you have to understand how a low-cost carrier works and how they pay people which is barely anything and because what's the most expensive thing of an airline besides Uh, an empty seat it's the crew i mean yeah there's the plane and all
0: (laughs) speaking of costs what's like if i fly into my dad used to go up in cessnas and stuff Hmm. and oh whistling death is that the yak nine or is that the
1: can you name the plane whistling death i'm guessing you're talking about the ju-52 oh yunkers the dive bomber that made that iconic noise that whispering whistling death i think it is Eight uh, hours, bottle to throttle. Yes, correct. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa. what was the thing? Eight hours, bottle to throttle. <laughs> that is oh, the rule. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. I'm not flying till maybe Monday. I got my hand on the throttle <laughs> and my
0: lips around the bottle. <laughs> uh, uh, Joe Perro says, "Hey, always happy to tune in." I am going to the New York Air Show in September. Nice. There's going to be a B-17, and you can ride in it for $450 yep. donation. Yeah. If I could find a way to expense that,
1: I don't think, like... <laughs> like, it's doable, but it's quite the expense. But, oh, my God, the experience... You <laughs> for, yeah. you <laughs> And I wonder why my grandfather was deaf. <laughs> Did I tell you what my grandfather flew? He flew the PV two Neptune, PV1 Ventura, Ventura. Okay, yeah, Ventura Neptune. Never wore hearing protection ever. That's two radial engines. That's two aterals, radial engines. Imagine what four would be like. It'd mm. be cool. Um, gotta love irops. Mm-hmm. Is there an irop right now, John Elliot? In uh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing you're in New York City or something where the weather is. Awful. What is IROP? Irregular operations. Uh, yeah. It's basically the airline saying, ah, oh, the weather's gone to hell.
0: <laughs>
1: we got to declare an IROP, and which is just saying, yeah, there's going to be delays and cancels.
0: Julio Glacius with $2 Canadian, says, Ooh. regular plane reviews, Cessna 182 or BC Skipper? I know what a 182 is. That's a 172 with more power. <sighs> and they had a 182 for a while at Kutztown Airport as a tow plane for the sailplanes. Nice. Before that they had a mall as the tow plane. <laughs> and uh and I don't know what a BC Skipper I'm, is.
1: I'm guessing that's the Beechcraft Skipper. Um which is like the Piper Tomahawk, which is just like the Cessna 150. Okay. But Piper's and Beechcraft's version. Okay. I'm gonna mic you oh, a little bit. Yeah, you can bad. lean back. I just moved you. I'm up in Newark right now. Of course Newark has all the delays. Newark is eh. Out of all three New York airports, when the weather goes south, Newark is the first to go. Mm. <laughs> Followed closely by LaGuardia. Mm. Uh, Cessna 182 or Beechcraft Skipper 182, obviously. Ease of parts or? It's more of an airplane. Oh, really? You're talking about Beechcraft Skipper, which is two seat. Oh, uh, 160 horsepower versus the Cessna 182 big beefy version of the 172 uh which is more of an engine if you're lucky you get it fuel injected uh it's a cool plane
0: two interesting questions one i can answer uh well two Uh, i'll answer two and then tony can give his thoughts mine will be quick what is your opinion? Uh, Kelvin Wiener says. What are your opinion on the air, uh, airlines rest, retiring their seven four seven? Well, Tony answered that at dinner. It's been sad. over fifteen years. It has. It is sad. It's a big old bird, and it for a while it was king. It was. It was, it was king of the planet. Um, it's crazy that that thing debuted in like the seventies
1: or something like that,
0: mm-hmm. and they kept making it. Yep. The keto doctor says, "Do I think supersonic travel will record? No, I don't think it'll come back. Yeah The Concorde never made money.
1: It and- didn't. It was cool, it was awesome. It was way ahead of its time, but we probably won't see something like that until the distant future. We'd need something like with like ramjets or something mm-hmm. to
0: go like to a hundred thousand feet or something like that yeah because the problem is with the it could only do the Atlantic route mm-hmm. that's it, yeah, I it mean, was... what a hell of a route, but a <laughs> couple know,
1: of hours,
0: like how high would you have to fly to be able to break the sound barrier over land is is it unwinded? it won't matter
1: you would hear it anyway, really, yeah, shit um that was one of the big things with Concord was it you weren't allowed to fly it in the u s past supersonic speeds or something like that and uh which was pointless i mean you could only use it for the atlantic route yeah so oh well <clears throat> the last flight was like
0: 2001 or something like that or two. yeah
1: or... oh gosh was the last flight the crash i don't know it, it was around that
0: i like watching the old videos of that thing it's where, so where they'd cool. fly it at night I don't think they had to hit the afterburners, but I re- I remember you seeing it. You can see flight. it. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's freaking <laughs> torching. Oh man. Thing Imagine being cool. able to be that pilot and be able to hit those things.
1: Weirdest TSA story. Uh is that stuff you can
0: talk about? I've had no problems with oh, yeah, TSA. Yeah. I mean, I got my TSA pre, I breezed through I say thank you. I look. I look the TSA agent straight in the eye, and that's how it should be. When I when I approach TSA, like before I get in line, my watch comes off, <laughs> and it you goes in running. my bag. <laughs> I'm like George Clooney and up in the air. The belt. The belt. The belt is one move. <laughs> now nowadays, I don't in have to bucket. take the belt off.
1: Like, right. I, um, if you're smart, you get pre-check. Yeah. Pre-check is the way to go. Yeah. It's nice, man.
0: When I Jacksonville airport has, is a busy airport. No, I'm sorry. That was Austin. Austin only has one security checkpoint for the whole fricking thing. Nice. And I re- remember seeing that huge line and then there's no line for pre-check. And I just la <laughs> yeah. through that. And I'm like, sucks to yep. be you. And then I, I went in. So, uh, yeah. Pre-check. My keys come out of my pocket. My wa- the only thing that's on me is wallet and phone and boarding pass. Perfect. Boarding pass stays in the breast pocket. Now, sometimes they even said uh, when I was at Harrisburg, they say they asked, "Do you have any metal in your wallet?" Mm. No, leave it in. But the thing about TSA is it varies by every single airport because yes. TSA is not a government organization; they are a private security firm.
1: Mm-hmm. My future father-in-law. Just retired. 40 years as a flight attendant. Congratulations. Frontier to United. Nice. Any interactions with the flight attendants or fun times? Uh, <laughs> Fun times. Well, I mean, we'll occasionally, you know, go out to dinner. If we have long overnights, we'll, you know, find somewhere to eat or drink or whatever is around town. Uh, One flight attendant I went with in montreal we rented some bikes in the city ah because they have like you know those city bikes where you pay a couple of dollars you can ride this bike anywhere you want drop mm-hmm. it off and it was the coolest idea and uh montreal's a great city too it's a nice place only well, only ever was
0: there in the winter one time what's it like in the summer beautiful awesome winter is frigid cold ah. <laughs> much like here but uh Ian
1: Anderson asks, CRJ-900, the official plane of? The official plane of that one captain that just slaps the autopilot on as soon as the wheels lift up and he unfastens his seatbelt (laughs) and just... You take us there.
0: (laughs) Um, Your plane has two bathrooms.
1: Yes, and I
0: love it. No walk of shame. You walked... (laughs) On the way back from RCR, Chicago, I was in the CRJ seven hundred or six hundred. I forget 700. 700. and that uh, Tony told me that that was the plane that Mike Rowe put on blast. Yeah,
1: being it was no like Mike Rowe went to he wrote an entire article about that, and the world saw it, and all of a sudden the airlines are on damage control. Uh, did it's not the like
0: largest. It. It. It's the largest regional jet that
1: has only one bathroom pretty much yeah it's a uh, 76 seats i think it is or 72 it's only like a couple seats less than the one i'm in now yeah. but you only have one bathroom so if a something happens to that bathroom or b you have a line for that bathroom you're, you know you're gonna wait a while
0: poop before flying yes please <laughs> like everybody eat a fiber one bar they sell them in all airports no need for the sky poop force it out now if i'm on a flight that's longer than man eh, i i think i can make it three i we can all make it three hours mm. four hours i think i'm stretching my legs just to do something but if i'm on a four-hour flight i may be group one and mm. uh I, I already paid for those uh whiskeys so I'm gonna have a pee pee.
1: Well, the nice thing about you know group one is you're the first people to use that bathroom right there in the front. Hopefully, nice. if you're in the front of the plane.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Flying gives me runs.
1: Why? Runs. Says Dragonheld. Flying gives people a lot of things: nausea, headache.
0: <laughs> How vomiting. do you have, Andrew Stewart says? How do you have a line in an airplane? Easy. All you gotta do is say we'll be landing soon, and it's it's been consistent with me that everybody suddenly has to pee when you're landing <laughs> uh, we begin our descent
1: into something or other ginger ale oh, it's like my favorite thing to have on a plane
0: yeah
1: stuff <laughs> carbonated is supposed to be good for you and I don't yeah, know why uh, I think because it like, forces you to burp or something I mm. don't know it's easier on your stomach I think than say uh, a juice maybe that's yeah.
0: like acidity. RCR flew to New Zealand, says Jeff. Yeah, um, I think I did poop, but I was I was full of uh, sleeping pills. I remember there was a poop line, but I think on either the way there or the way back I didn't. So we're. RCR Oshkosh 2019. Ah, uh,
1: Oshkosh. Oh, that's money. That's happening right
0: now, actually. Money. <laughs> m-, m m
1: money Oshkosh is nice, money, but money, you really money, have to money, book money, your hotel money, like... Money, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> Any comments on Richmond Airport? I'm guessing that's Richmond, Virginia? Is there another Richmond? Can't oh,
0: me. do we... Yeah, we've been saying like... Uh, We may do another RCR Richmond because uh-huh. Katie's Cars and Coffee, that's a money Cars and Coffee. Ooh. Because that's, Katie's Cars and Coffee is where all the government contractors go who live in the <laughs> D.C. area. They're right And there. they got their freaking Ferraris. There was a guy, I went to Katie's Cars and Coffee once uh, without Nick. And then Nick went on his own one time. Katie's Cars and Coffee, there was a guy who showed up with a motherfucking F40. <laughs> and ferrari f 40 is like god damn and also coming up and staying on things this car's shit i mean it has windy windows but you know it's, yeah, it's so it's 2015 F40.
1: version
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay browden mess something mora says uh my father used to be in soviet air force oh, commanded 100 men and saw saw wounded north vietnamese soldiers in the hospital started as fighter plane mechanic oh i hope you're telling the truth or, uh, that's a lot of stuff on the resume you're streaming at the same time as H three H three Productions. Is that who's that?
1: I don't know.
0: I don't know who that is. Who's H three
1: H three Productions? Q four hundred the best small plane? No. CRJ nine hundred is. Although okay, you call Q- your plane a small plane? The Q no <laughs> oh, offended. Uh, the Q four hundred is cool because it uses less gas and has a roomier cabin and cockpit. Oh. And those who float who have flown and flown in the Q400 know that it's kind of roomy for a turbo prop. Mm. Like there's, you're in the cockpit. You think you're in, I don't know, some wide body Boeing. It's pretty roomy in there.
0: It's the Casanza asks, worst airport to be a pilot. I wonder if he's asking his worst airport to be stationed
1: at to be a pilot. Or to fly in and out of. uh tell you ride pilot. Yeah. I only know that from a That's flight simulator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ski slope of a runway. Uh, I don't know, LaGuardia, Boston. I'm Logan. I'm trying to think of uh, airports that have really difficult approaches or just are difficult in general. LaGuardia and Washington uh, Reagan National. Oh, two difficult approaches. Hmm. Two difficult places. Have you ever flown into Seatac?
0: No, oh, that's, a, that's the a furthest ways.
1: west I go. Uh, would be Spone Oak or Texas. Which one's further west? I think Spone Oak is. Where's Spoonoke? Uh, somewhere in the northwest. <laughs> what state? Uh, this is how much I know about the West Coast. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Michael Storm says on a flight from
0: Houston to BWI, I spent. The Today. whole flight in the restroom. Don't eat four bowls of red bean soup the night before the flight. Houston, four to
1: bowls. Of Houston, red Houston beans. to Baltimore. Houston Baumo. to Baltimore. Yeah, the first the furthest flight we do is uh to Texas, is New York to Texas, which is almost four hours in a nine hundred little jet.
0: That I sucks. mean, not a
1: little jet, but you know what I mean. Not for you, but
0: for the passengers. Well. I hope they charge an okay price. <laughs>
1: I guess. Rowan How Oak... much is this flight? I'm airport. No, no, no not Roanoke. Spohan... Spokane. Oh my god. Spokane. Never mind.
0: <laughs> w. Bush says to hell you ride. Oh, I get I it. do
1: ride. He's thinking, "Oh, you a... ride." I know. <laughs> you should go to the Turkey Run in Daytona at the Speedway, which has a lot of classics and stuff. Turkey Run. I know Bike Week, but I don't know a Turkey one. I don't know that one Pick either. Button. Workforce
0: 520, another regular. Says, "I'm sad that I'm at work missing this, although I'll uh, make it for good listening next time I'm in traffic. Oh, thanks man. Nice." Yeah, there isn't too many people in the chat today. Well, it's it's Friday afternoon. Maybe for a lot home. of the country, for the rest of the country. Yeah, we're East Coast time. Mm. 7654, you're just getting off work. Yeah. A lot of the big podcasts we do are the After Dark, where we start podcasting at like 10 (laughs) 10. a.m. because everybody else is at home. So, yeah, probably a lot of people are in their cars getting ready for the weekend. Aviation After Dark. (laughs) Mm. I am going to move that fan closer to us because it's getting a little bit more in here. Nick Gonza says we are having a thunderstorm. RCR, what do you like to fly on flight sim? I'm terrible at flight simulators. (laughs) Oh,
1: man. (laughs) They're fun.
0: Like... There's like a million commands on this keyboard. Yep. And I think it would make sense if I got all baller and got like three, three monitors, the size of my 42 inch over there. Oh, you put flight sim on that, that as you're all set. That'd and then, get, and then get that Logitech yoke thing. And they make a little, an accessory thing with little throttles and shit. <laughs> Those are fun. Um, but then it's like, you can in real time do a commercial airline flight from things so why
1: exactly am i doing this this is that's that's exactly why i stopped playing flight simulator i was like wait a minute i do this for a living (laughs) why am i gonna play my job for a living
0: Uh, once upon a time i used google earth well google earth does have a very rudimentary flight simulator you can play in a window (laughs) it Um, does yeah did um it flood when you guys are from? I hear nobles and everything was underwater. Yeah. We had
1: almost no rain today, though. But it has been raining for, like nonstop for the last couple of weeks. It has. Over here, at least. Um, Which is best... I'm going to move that fan. Yeah. You can field a few questions. Which plane... Uh, someone else mentioned, I'm doing lessons, and how do I not be too scared of maneuvers? Uh, As long as you have a good brief with your instructor and you know what's going to happen, you know how the maneuver is going to go, you can say, okay, I'm ready for this. And, you know, hopefully that will make you a little less nervous of said maneuver. Spins are weird. Oh. Which plane is best plane? And what? what's the line worst is best plane. plane?
0: I need to know the extreme. I need to know <laughs> the <laughs> best and the
1: worst of everything. My plane is best plane because it wanted at Oshkosh.
0: Favorite dead airline... Uh, either Pan Am or Eastern I like the idea Pan Am seems so classy Yeah, and they existed into the 90s or 2000s when they go under
1: Uh, early 2000s wow that was a while yeah I would say Pan Am just because of their who they were what they did with the entire industry yeah they built other I mean other airlines modeled after them they were like the gold standard of airlines so yeah pan am awesome people express what's people express oh man uh throwback to the 1970s and 80s where an airline tried to start what essentially today is a low cost carrier and didn't work and now they tried to come back and ran into a bunch of legal stuff and now they're dead again
0: uh, what's the what's been the worst airline I've ever been on Southwest really Um, hmm. now airlines that I've flown <laughs> American like these are all big ones American Air New Zealand Virgin Southwest Vance. Virgin was the best I, we flew it once holy like Virgin is up there with Air New Zealand of course yeah. Air New Zealand I'm in a Boeing triple seven long haul so well mm-hmm. i guess the, is that a long haul or is that medium that's l that's lax to auckland that is
1: i mean it's would still you like, a, would you like a real, globe? oh boy did you see this globe? here we go we're getting the globe
0: this globe try to guess what year this globe is from
1: it's beautiful wow. look at look at africa uh oh man french west africa yeah oh boy union of south africa okay this has got to be from like what the 50s yeah 60s i don't know is there russia oh (laughs) no nice so it's after
0: the war so it's after the bolshevik revolution
1: okay yeah
0: um but before korea is intact so it can't be before Oh, the it 50s. is one
1: Korea. Yeah. Ah. Oh. So it can't
0: be before the 50s.
1: Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Mongolia. When did Mongolia start being stop being a thing? I don't even know. Where are we? Los Angeles. Uh, where's New Zealand? Lower hemisphere. Oh, there it is. Way <laughs> down there. Okay. <laughs> That's New Zealand is, or rather, Australia is still like one of the longest flights in the world. Australia to somewhere up Sydney here. To Los
0: Angeles. So New Zealand is I, I'm, still. I'm sorry doing Ken wannabe, but. One of the longest <laughs> flights in the world. He makes it every two weeks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hooters Airlines. Oh, man. There's a oh. business model. <laughs> oh, boy. What a. What an airline. But anyway, the question is is that long haul or medium? Mm. That's long haul. Okay. Yeah. No question. So I don't about think
0: it. it's it's worthwhile comparing uh, like a long Southwest haul flight to, say, Air New Zealand. Zealand yeah. yeah no. On a flight like that. Because we were also on Air New Zealand for that hop. Yes. From that one hour flight. From, Little tiny hop. Which was a jet, and I forget which. Oh, and it was but it was three and three no first no first class
1: all economy seating no first class Airbus an Airbus but maybe it was like I don't know low cost carrier type of thing it was still Air New
0: Zealand that's weird Um, and they still served coffee and cookies they served hot drinks on a one hour flight <laughs> Um, and it was weird that they told me that this was a thing that on that short hop from Auckland to Wellington and Wellington to Auckland, and they just roll flights all day long, <laughs> because it's cheaper to fly between those two cities than it is to drive between those two cities. Because New Zealand doesn't have a what we would consider an interstate highway, where it's like right. three lanes, just a bunch going in. of winding roads, and all. Yeah, between yeah. it would take it would take the better part of a day to drive in between the two cities, or it would take an hour. Place to fly. like
1: that, it makes sense to fly. So. Um, Oh, important question. What's the best and worst part of being a commercial pilot? Um, Best part, and I get that a lot. Best part would be seeing the sights, going where you want to go and visiting new parts of the world. The worst part, if you don't like being away from home, you're not going to have a good time. Because you're going to be away from home a lot and basically living in and out of hotels and if you're okay with that, well, then you're okay with that. But if you're not, you might have some difficulties. Good answer. Value Jet. We uh,
0: uh, remember Value Jet. W. Bush says, To hell you ride equals tell you ride. See, Cockney rhyming slang as necessary. Oh, okay. Cockney ride. Tell you ride. Oh, I'll be rubble. Bonnie rubble. Trouble. <laughs> See, I. I don't know how to do the leap to Cockney slang. How I guess it's, it's it's like rhyming references, but I don't know how I'd be ready for it. Have you seen the Iron Maiden plane? Not in real life, but it's I a cool paint job. Yeah. <laughs> well, the whole reason they did that, and they did that for Motley Crue as well, mm-hmm. like it's it was cheaper to charter a plane than it would be to bail these guys out of jail when they drank too much. So the idea was <laughs> that you'd fly the band in on the day of the concert smart you you bust them right to the venue to the green room where they wait then they play the show that plane that I don't know what it was would it be in the 70s if they had the bank to do a 707 uh, or what's a what's something smaller it was
1: a business jet mm, back when Learjet meant something if it doesn't anymore back in the 70s Learjet was just springing up but I
0: don't know. Anyway, whatever it was, um, Douglas DC three is bigger than than a is that's bigger than a seven hundred seven, DC three.
1: Yeah, no DC
0: three is a plopping.
1: What am I thinking of? Uh, I'm thinking of that tri-engine plane
0: uh, from the eight from the seventies and eighties.
1: Yes, uh, seven twenty-seven. Okay, the Boeing seven twenty-seven.
0: Eh, okay, what well whatever plane they had, um, then after the concert was over. You're immediately limoed back to the airport. You're on that plane for a red eye. And they just sleep on the plane. I mean, that bed's on the plane. I'm mm-hmm. sure this plane was nicely upfitted or acquainted. And then you'd keep them on the plane, which meant you kept the band out of trouble, which mean it was cheaper to like not have the band in trouble because they're the moneymaker that's making this yeah, really. thing happen. So Iron Man flew a 747? Cool. The singer pilots it? No. Oh, I are mean, you talking about today <laughs> when they're all sober?
1: Lockheed is, TriStar is pooping fun in an airplane bathroom. Um, <laughs> it's fun to hear it space suck your yeah. your poo away. It's like
0: wow, no worries. Just <laughs> <sighs> but the thing about that is that you you hit the button and there's always the one one thousand. Yeah, is it gonna? A <laughs> 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 and
2: then I great. and
0: then I always look back in the stainless steel bowl and amazed to see it dry. <laughs> nothing. Like nothing ever mm. happened. <laughs> oh, uh, Buick GSX says, "Is Hawaii a state on this globe?" That's a good Ooh, question. Yeah. Well, Hawaii is here, there, and Honolulu is there, but I don't know if it's part of the mm. U.S. Man. Um. Uh. Oh, Vietnam is not called Vietnam. Indochina. Vietnam is called huh. Indochina. Thailand is called Siam. Man.
1: That's Bur- cool. it's, it
0: says Burma.
1: Oh, wait. Would it say right here on this legend? Maybe?
0: Oh. <laughs> In Rand McNally, you <laughs> walk on your hands and hamburgers eat
1: people. <laughs> you just proved the earth is round. Best airplane movie. Ooh. Um. Uh, Take a bad day to quit sn- uh, sniffing glue. Airplane. If you <laughs> if you want something funny, airplane. If you want something serious, The High and the Mighty with uh, John Wayne. Really, that was probably one of the first serious airplane movies I've seen that got me into flying. It's a Mad 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 World is a close second to airplane. <laughs> There's so much flying in that. I love it. See, I I, I miss Leslie Nielsen.
0: Mm. Like, the, the guy is not a comedic <laughs> actor. That's the funny right. thing about him. He's the ultimate straight man, and you just feed him these killer one-liners. It works. <laughs> <laughs> What's that line like, what is a blank? And he says, it's it's something with a lot of people, but that's not important right now.
1: Or <laughs> This man has to be gotten to the hospital. A hospital? What is it? Well, it's a big building with patients, but that's not important. It is like corny humor.
0: You but, know you're a pilot
1: you're, when you can recite, you know, all the airplane quotes. See a grown man naked. Oh my god! You like movies about
0: gladiators? <laughs> <laughs> Invictus Knox uh, says girlfriend's '98 Buick Lesabre transmission is going bad. Ditch the car. Uh oh. Best car to replace it. Very good. <laughs> dealership Corollas are rare in decent. Sh- dealership Corollas are rare in decent shape. They are. Well, all right. Um, you're coming from a '98 Buick Saber, Let's be honest here. Mm. She likes the Highlander, but it's kind of big. Yeah, that's a big sure. car, Toyota Highlander. Huge fan from the start. Thanks. Okay, so you need to pr- replace a, a Buick Lesabre, which is the small version of the Park Avenue. Which I think a Buick Sabre and the equivalent year Chevy Malibu are the same car. When you say dealer Corollas are rare to be in decent shape for cheap, well, yeah, Corollas <laughs> hold their value. You're better off with a private sale to find a decent mm. Corolla. Um, Corolla is a good choice. You know my whole thing. If you have someone who wants a new car and doesn't know anything about cars, the answer is Toyota Corolla. Um... <laughs> quick answer to cold Den uh donnelly the answer is phantom fucking regiment <laughs> um a uh, huge fan from the god damn man i mean it's hard to top a corolla for just an everyday beater yeah really um, That's like the everyday yeah. beater. i mean if you want something with a little more plush uh you can look camry? at a ford fusion camry yeah mm. Amlon vigor v six that's right, Andrew,
2: yeah
1: on your next flight as you will yeah walk my the my bank. answer, my answer is
0: still going to be try to find a Corolla on a private sale hmm. um and take and if you're unsure about whether it's good or not, pay the forty dollars to find a independent mechanic who will give it a pre-purchase inspection. Best $40 you can ever spend with buying a car. Opinion on the death of the 747.
1: It's sad, it's tragic, but it has to be done. It's over 40 years old now. And honestly, airlines don't want to pay for four engines when they can pay for two engines at the same price. And fuel economy. And fuel economy, that's the big thing. I think fuel's going up now with oil prices rising. I wonder what company... I wonder if it's still
0: ExxonMobil or whoever. You know, I'm going to be getting into investing soon. That's the next step for me Cool. with RCR. Um, Instead of buying the fancy car like so many other YouTubers do, uh, I'm going to invest my money. So, probably ExxonMobil and there's going to be someone else. You know, oh, fuel prices keep going up. Yeah, buy stock in the companies (laughs) that refine the
1: fuel, dumbass. (laughs) What's your opinion on Gulf Airlines, like Emirates? I've...
0: (laughs) I stood at the threshold of the Emirates Lounge in LAX and wondered what (laughs) secrets lie within. Um, Money secrets. uh, I told Farah about the LAX Gulf Emirates, and he said, Bro, that place is nothing unless you go to Dubai. Yeah. Like, um or your daily is a baller baller on top of (laughs) like balling out of control. Yep. Um, I don't know how to handle myself around that kind of wealth, which is always weird when I find myself in a really nice car, like that Freaking rolls. Um, uh, mo motorific. Um, Oh, I have a question about net jets then if you can answer it. Oh yeah. Um, uh, motorific says 2006, Hyundai Alzaria opinion. Underrated, great car for four
1: grand. Uh I don't know what that is. Is that what's it based on? That might be like we have it in this country, but it's called something else. Well, it'd be, he paid
0: you know? in US dollars, so oh, yeah. Um Andrew C says, keep up with the good work, guys. I've got a perfect night and a motorcycle calling me. And the answer to the D is the crossman. <laughs> I'll see you with the crossman with the Cavaliers. Thank you very much. <laughs> This is all dumb band nerd shit. <laughs> you go into it. You go into any band, high school band room and put on a DCI video, and everybody stops and watches it. DCI <laughs> is to band nerds what air show videos are to pilots. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: man! Oh wow!
0: Like yep. that—that's a thing. When my dad used to we <laughs> hang out at Kutztown Airport, or sometimes Reading Regional. You walk up to that old CRT TV back in the 90s and put on an air show video. All the pilots stop and start
1: critiquing this shit. Oh, his wings. Oh, God. Oh, thank you. Um, Azera is, the, is a at, Toyota Avalon competitor, but cheaper. cheaper. I've, do we have this in the U.S.? Hyundai Azera is the nicer Sonata. Okay.
0: I mean, if they're going to beat them on price point, that's what Hyundai does. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it either. If they beat him on price point, that's the game that they're playing and more power to him. Um buying property is good. Have yeah, you- but then you gotta pay property tax yeah. on it. mm
1: mm-hmm. it cheap in Pennsylvania?
0: It depends where you are. <clears throat> Around here it's like, kinda cheap, but um it you still you pay property tax on it every year. Um hmm. Uh, I know this is straight from Superman Returns but you buy land because they're not making any more of it mm. um, mm-hmm. uh, I've never been more aroused <laughs> yeah. than I am right now
1: say that on daily Dr. 50,
0: DeVarius, 40. I can see why this uh, Dr. devarius's comment was uh, <laughs> um, uh,
1: 50, 40, 50,
0: 40 30, 50, 30, 20 retard retard, retard. Retard, And, and that's, slam. we're using that term correctly, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a Blame word. Blame
1: Airbus if you're offended.
0: <laughs> you can use that word in aviation, and you can use that word in uh, automotive engineering because it refers to engine timing. It's
1: either advanced mm-hmm. or retard. You have Are to advance the, the timing?
0: Back. <laughs> Oh, I thought that meant reverse thrust when it said retard,
1: or that's just... Well, Throttle when you're back. at 20 feet and the Airbus says retard, they're talking about bring the throttles back to idle. Because oh. it'll say that any time you're not at idle. Ah. Uh. Which you kind of got to do, because in the Airbus, you're flaring like crazy. And really? Yeah, if you pull the power back too, too early, you slam. You pull the power back too late, you'll float forever and never land. Oh. So. With ground effect? Mm-hmm. It'll just spruce goose its way right to the end. <laughs> yep. Don't want that. Um, my CRJ two hundred drivers know that problem. Ugh, that plane will float like no other. It is awful. So you just gotta, as my dad say, stall hornet right to the ground, or kind of, but you really can't because it loves to fly. Oh. <laughs> you get towards the runway and you're like, oh my god, please touch down. It's it's an interesting airplane. What's the name of that abandoned town in PA that's been on fire for fifty years? Centralia. Centralia. I still haven't been there.
0: Oh, geez, forty-five minutes that way. Oh, I want to go. Centralia is the best town. There's not the town's not there anymore. Right, network yeah, of the streets. There. Well, if you come back, Tony, I'll definitely take you up there. We can buddy up on the motorcycle so we can mm. ride over the barriers, which I still yes. haven't done. <laughs> They're kind of cracking down on stuff like that, but I don't know I'm if sure. like Pennsylvania State Police is up there trying to shoot people away from fooling around on an abandoned section of highway because it's fucking all to do, do around here. a <laughs> um, no one has a home. comeback for the Cavaliers Fucking 2000- 007 show from 04 <laughs> was awesome Okay, here's my impression of every DCI show. <laughs> That's every DCI show ever. That was beautiful. <laughs> I ought to put that in a review and have it just be a non sequitur. This is every DCI show in existence. Uh, It's just complicated bullshit company front. Complicated bullshit company front, drum solo, high piercing cornet solo, company
1: front. Everybody we need an RCR band podcast.
0: All right, find Um, some old band members. uh, uh, yeah, legendary. that was a seven percent beer, all right. I am going to get a chaser water. I'll you want some? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. All right, I will be back. Best new car for an old uh,
1: person: Scion XB. <laughs> all right, airplane questions. Where are they? Do you guys remember the legendary Kai Tak Airport? Do you know Kai Tak? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's cool in YouTube videos because like most of us, that's probably the only time we've ever seen anything from Kai The awesome approaches, which kind of reflects how you approach at LaGuardia sharp curve on the final for runway one, three, more or less the same, uh, do, 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 do. kid from Louisiana going around the world. No, I haven't heard that. Was that the one in, like, the 90s where she kind of died? I'm not sure. Tom Cruise movie, American Made that is a great movie, and I love it. And I, Tom Cruise is awesome in it. And surprisingly, all the flying scenes were good for a movie, which is rare because, you know, you have all these CGI things nowadays is Delta the modern day Pan Am mmm no one will really be a modern day Pan Am because again Pan Am was the airline that all airlines looked forward to uh and they were like you know they were the gold standard and everyone
0: so classy but I don't know like we can't really go back to that level of we informality never, no. and personableness, not with the modern security concerns. Mm-hmm. You are a number, and that's all you are in the airports. And but also, like, it's so people say, "Oh, flying's expensive. It's cheaper now than it really ever was." And like,
1: yeah, Pan Am, it was only for the rich and wealthy back right. then. Yeah. Uh, before deregulation, which I could go into a book about that. Um, a guy said, best
0: DCI show. Like, I haven't watched one in a while, so I can't remember. It's all <laughs> stuff from the 90s, but thank you so much for your donation, W. Bush. Oh, <laughs> nut- this sounds like an airport <laughs> dad question. None oh, both. God. Hey, you're a pilot. Uh, Let me ask you a question ever see anything weird while flying like a ufo
1: i have gotten that exact question (laughs) so many times ever had anything weird Mm -hmm. see anything spooky uh no birds (laughs) a balloon i saw a balloon once a hot air balloon party balloon oh at (laughs) altitude uh on approach okay and of course, everyone has to report it. Like, oh, there's balloons on final. Uh, the previous traffic reported balloons fire. Oh, there's a balloon on final. Wow, so exciting. Uh, be advised, there is a balloon. There's on a final. party balloon on final. Like, really?
0: <laughs> you <gotta laughs> Did you, you ever see that? that YouTube video of that one pilot who got on the uh, 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 Microsoft Flight Simulator team and he got into the. Uh, a control oh, tower like a real... thing and just started like riffing on everybody here <laughs> yeah. that's great uh, there are two uh, t- uh be advised traffic <laughs> on the ground we have two 747s attempting a parallel landing
1: <laughs> oh my god but he
0: used those wonderful uh airline speak that to me is like Demerol
1: because mm. I want to make
0: a vaporware track of just ATC because there is a website oh, yeah. where you can stream ATC Live ATC yeah oh I used to listen to that in Alaska and it's go to beautiful. bed to it it's
1: mesmerizing it's relaxing the
0: greatest thing and was you listening learn. to uh Ted Stevens ATC because it's uh it's, they were uh, oh that's, uh, that's, yeah that's uh, Anchorage yeah because I didn't know that it's not as busy as O'Hare but it's one of the highest cargo uh, yes. traffic Airlines in the world, and it's all like Chinese stuff, yeah, coming going west here. and yeah, or east, and, and they'll stop there. Oh, Ted's like Anchorage Airport is amazing. It is, it's a weird thing, it's not too crowded in there, but their airport is busy because mm. their cargo section is insane, and it's just Chinese plane, Russian plane, Chinese plane, and they're mm-hmm. coming and going all weird letters on the side, shrill really like, and no windows, yeah, and yeah. people coming and going, and um. But everybody like Alaska is America, but it's a um, Alaska is where you go where Uncle Sam can't watch you from this, can't watch you from the kitchen window. Mm. Um, uh, everybody up there is so super chill. Um, it's expensive to live up there because everybody yeah. has to be flown in there. Oh they're, yeah, the only way to drive to Anchorage is through the Alcan Highway, which is crap. Um, uh, so everything's either ferry or cargo plane.
1: Uh, not ben one asks, worst regional airline. You really, when you get, you know, who's the best airline, who's the worst airline, you can't really answer that accurately because that answer might not reflect what people want. The people buying a ticket on Frontier are happy because they paid $30 to go to Florida. And the people that are flying Delta are happy because they're businessmen and mm-hmm. flew from Philly to Harrisburg. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you can't you can't that really flight. answer what is that, forty five minutes? No, less than that. Thirty maybe. Really? Yeah. It's you can't really answer the question of who's the worst, who's the best airline, because it depends what you as a passenger want. Are yeah. you the guy who just wants to pay the least amount of money, or are you want do you want the most service? So
0: Zandy Demanix uh, ask if I was a TA, TSA agent, how aggressively would you pat me down? <laughs> Aggressive enough. How big's your taint? <laughs> I like them like three hot dogs thick. <laughs> I want to feel like I'm at a state fair holding a sausage. <sighs> <sighs> first class so fancy
1: so fancy fancy. I'll have my bloody Mary
0: (laughs) uh do you think Pan Am of the
1: 21st century is Emirates Pan Am no Uh, because Pan Am did not have government subsidization that Uh, Emirates did or does right now Uh, no one did really Mm. What the hell is Civil Air Patrol? Mm. That is the U.S. Air, Air Force Auxiliary. Uh, different from the reserves. It's more of a volunteer thing. And they help f- rescue airplanes that are stranded or crashed somewhere, locate crashed airplanes. They're cool. Yeah. Also, they sunk some subs in World War II, so they're cool, too. Oh, <laughs> The
0: Fitness gram Pacer Test is a multi-stage aerobic <laughs> capacity test. In your gravely voice. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Fitness gram Pacer Test is a multi-stage aerobic capacity test, which gradually gets more difficult as it progresses. Ever
1: fly British Airways? I have not. That would be nice. They are essentially, I don't know. The Delta they, of Europe? They're, a
0: gov- they're also, but they're also a state airline, aren't they?
1: Or uh, are they? They're not government subsidized. They are the flag carrier, though. What's a flag carrier? A flag carrier is, uh, it's kind of controversial because you're saying this airline represents our country. Mm. So British Airways represents England. Or Air New Zealand represents New Zealand. Uh, The U.S. does not have one. Not American. Because from the way i see it we don't want to show favoritism to one specific airline because then all everyone would fly that one airline ah uh KLM is a dutch who's KLM fly carrier for uh i forget um but yeah we don't have that mm. fly carriers lufthansa is that a flight carrier is that just a
0: yeah that might German- be
1: of germany mm. Uh, Maybe. What plane has the most difficult pre-trip? Is that a checklist? Pre-flight, maybe? Oh, gosh. I don't know. A uh, seaplane? <laughs> Are we <Pre-tripping>. sinking? <laughs> no. Okay, good.
0: <laughs> uh Weather pilot,
1: I guess you came in later. What aircraft do you fly? I fly the Bombardier CRJ-900. I am a captain on it. It's a fun plane. Works well, lasts a long time. Kalem is Dutch and Ka- the Netherlands, right. Ah. They're the fly carrier of the Netherlands.
0: Will you ever review the FC RX7?: Yes, we will when we find a correct Ooh. one. FC RX7 is uh, I'd call that the Fox body of the uh, RX7 series. No one really no one really likes it, but people do like it. I bought an FC. Why'd you buy an FC because I couldn't afford the FD. <laughs> FD is the car that gets a Fast and Furious tax because um, it was in that movie, but the FC is a smaller version of that. Not as fast, and people like to engine swap those things. I love Allegiant for prices. Uh, this is El Busier. So it's a good point about the worst being debatable, yeah. subjective, but it's scary as hell, especially by the failure numbers.
1: Yeah, they've hit a little bit of uh what is it? Black Eye in the industry as being the cheapest of the cheapest airlines to the point where things are breaking maybe but mm-hmm. you know again uh he makes a good point what is bad for you what is good for you it depends on the customer i like to feel classy <laughs> i like to fly from new york from new york to philly on first class <laughs> For twenty minutes.
0: Wow. Uh opinions on
1: Omen Air. What country What's is Omen there? What's Omen Air? Oman? Oman. I've heard of the name. I don't know what country it is. What's the
0: stereotype for 90s Camaros? (laughs) (laughs) He has five mixtapes he made, and all of them start with Molly Hatchett's seminal hit Flirting with Disaster. He has a
1: leather jacket (laughs) and lives in his parents' attic.
0: I always hear people saying they're either owned by beast-up jarheads or teenagers. 90s Camaros, man. It's cheap performance, and... But they're not the 80s rock. Not that those are any better, but I'll have an opinion about that in the future. Baconator, 1128. No, I have not had that experience. Is that something you're familiar with? Geez, a lot of questions about Pan Am. I Derek, guess because
1: everybody watched uh, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, Derek comes a uh, yoke or stick. Yoke. Most definitely. Um, with the yoke, and we're talking a... Uh, an airline an airliner dual controls you both have control right in front of you you can both see what you're doing they're both linked great with a stick a la airbus okay now you have something different now you have this little stick with your left hand which is great because you have more control with you know less force but you can't see what the other person is doing and those who know what happened with Air France Flight 447 know that that may have been a contributing factor. Uh, Yeah, I saw those videos
0: of people with the A380s. It has this little little, joystick joystick over there, and I'm flying an office building. (laughs) Yep. Fly-by-wire. I saw pictures of the inside of the uh, Concorde. And it had this uh, 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 thing, like, this is serious business, what we're doing, the thing. (laughs)
1: And that was back when you had a flight engineer. Flight engineers. Man, talk about abolished positions. Like, my projectionist job at AMC. Uh. Sad. Flight engineers are a thing of the past. I'll get to Alex Carnage and not Ben's questions in a
0: second, but none of your business asks a very interesting question does riding a motorcycle give you as much thrill of flying or is it just different I met a pilot at Crittstown airport and said he bought a uh, sport bike and he said it was more intense it was more intense than any aerobatic plane mm-hmm. he ever owned um nice. you've never if I could get you in a Tesla Tesla's accelerator is about as fast as sport bikes um uh, oh it's raining and it's sunny well, we got some sunshine <laughs> and some rain outside.
1: It's like I'm in Florida all over again.
0: Um, sport bikes are Ferrari, I don't know what, cheap sport bikes like Suzuki SV650s, which you can buy for like two grand if you play your cars right. Nice. I have my eye on a Suzuki GSXF, which is the fared version of the band at 650. Um, that's what I think is going to replace my Suzuki DRZ 650 so to put things in perspective that motorcycle you sat in my garage is a 650cc one piston Um, (laughs) and I'm going to get an equal displacement but spread out over four which means it revs to 12,000 RPM (sighs)
1: stupid fast
0: (laughs) that's nothing moto gp moto g like the two-stroke moto gp moto gp bikes of the 90s when they were still two strokes there were 500 cc four-cylinder two-stroke motorcycles that had a red line of 20,000 rpm Hmm. like what that's like a jet i don't know how you even measure rpm of jets but they're i just see them as like i remember from flight simulators just Mm -hmm. thrust percentage and yeah, basically Mm-hmm. How fast is it spinning? I don't know, very. <laughs> Alex uh Cal- wow, the rain's really coming down. It is. I thought I thought somebody's flight is fucked. <laughs> Invest in Bombardier. Are they a publicly held company?
1: Uh well, they're can well they're Canadian. Uh and now they're kind of owned by Airbus, which is crazy. Hmm. Uh so Bombardier Canada. Mhm they made the c series or they were coming out with the c series which was like oh my god a new jet uh everyone wanted it including like delta or whoever now airbus was like ooh you look like a good company in an airplane we'll buy you and they said okay oh so now it's not called the bombardier c series now it's called the airbus a220 Mm. so uh, i mean i don't know if you can buy shares of airbus because it's not one company but it's several it's like a congolement of companies into one. Hmm. Uh, Invests in get to British Leyland. <laughs> well, you better have your.
0: Not Ben one hundred and one says opinion on Norwegian Air flying Newburgh to Europe, and what is Newburgh? Newburgh, New York,
1: I guess. Norwegian Air. Oh yeah, um, upstate New York. Uh, what is it? Stuart International which is just up the Hudson from uh, Manhattan, has uh, actual international flights from there to in- to Europe. Because, you know, why go all the way into JFK, New York City, when you could just fly out of a, si- a tiny airport in New York? Yee. And... it's cool service that they're doing. Good for them. It's neat.
0: Um one guy had a motorcycle question Buick GSX says what is your opinion on turbocharged bikes from the 80s Ooh. like the Kawasaki GPZ or the 750 turbo I think you're missing the best turbocharged motorcycle of ever which is the Honda uh, 650 oh what is the designation their, their 80s commercial for that bike is fucking unreal <laughs> those bikes were a lot of technology way too early When all the cars were going to turbocharging, kind of like they're all going to now, they thought, well, we need turbocharged things too. So they had these ColecoVision computers and these tiny motorcycles controlling very rudimentary fuel injection systems. They're not reliable bikes at all. You don't really need a turbocharged bike unless you're going to the Kawasaki HN or H1N, that stupid, crazy 200-horsepower bombing crazy juiced up gym bro bike hmm. but the thing is, i'm glad they existed in the 80s to just prove that they could do it they are very neat they are very tiny turbos and very small displacement engines because of course motorcycles are you're not going to feel the turbo boost not really not like you would with a big single like in a car um if you're buying one and you really want one uh, buy one with all the paperwork, like, cause you are buying a classic machine.
1: Uh, but it's not going to be a reliable machine. Sorry, someone asked me about a question about my plane for the CRJ. Doctor Devarius asks for the CRJ. How does the flight controls feel, slash react, given their engine placement versus, say, other planes with wing-mounted engines? You actually do notice it, uh, because the engines are way behind you uh when you go full throttle uh if you can call that you will get a nose pitch down because the engines are way back there they want to push the plane forward and nose down a little bit and for go rounds you do have to compensate for that it's interesting and uh but you get used to it uh like any plane you get used to flying after a couple months and you're like oh i'm comfy now have you ever played kerbal space program no no i want to i want to get into that
0: where you can build you can build you have to build jets before you can go to space yep and (laughs) like all my jets crash because like look you can't put the engine there and you got to put it here and like it's it's as real as like it's cartoon physics (laughs) it's simplified physics but it's It's fun any advice for people afraid of flying uh Ooh, i'm flying yeah. from hartford connecticut to Japan next year and i'm gonna have a tough time uh geez my dad was a pilot so i can't remember the first time he took me up in the plane but i was like yay <laughs> it's like a roller coaster ride so I've, I've never been afraid in a plane occasionally been queasy but that's you know small stuff during the summertime with no airflow but I don't Geez, how are it like wow, it is buckets well, outside, oh my God, yeah, but okay, they say, okay, you are in a well oiled logistical mm-hmm. machine, yeah,
1: every there's no one's drunk, well <laughs> except <laughs> for a guy in first class and one a right <laughs> there
0: um there are multiple people watching you yeah. on screens. Nothing yep. happens on an airline without multiple people confirming that this is happening. Exactly,
1: yep. A flight doesn't happen until all parties agree that this flight can safely happen. One of the big things that scares people from flying is one, not knowing anything, and two, not being in control of anything. Um, and the not knowing anything part that can be solved with a simple trip to YouTube or Wikipedia on how an airline flies and the not being in control of anything well remember that you have two maybe more fully qualified uh, crew members that are taking you to your place and you know you can feel you can rest easy knowing that they will take you from point a to point b safely yeah
0: you see you see maybe this is me being a little bit patriotic but you see, <laughs> you hear of planes crashing and often they're on the other side of that globe mm mm-hmm. mhm The requirements for pilots include psychological exams and all sorts of crazy things. Um, Now, occasionally you get the uh, flight attendant crew member who pulls the emergency (laughs) tube slide because he's having a bad day, but guess what? (laughs) But guess what? You still got to where you're going. (laughs) That's not the pilot. Uh, They're a different breed, and that's the interesting thing about hanging out with Tony. He is 10 years younger than I am, but 10 years more mature. I don't know what's going through the veins of this guy, but he's a level-headed dude. I try. and i fart a lot and then sing songs about the experience i mean
1: i can't fart so because you know, <laughs> airtight you know airplane guy right next to me oh, oh is that a, is that a thing in pilots so well you, like no. you got to hold it in and then go to the bathroom it's like prison as a co-pilot sure but uh, now i'm captain now i can do what i want really i actually had the nicest co-pilot uh my last trip he was just sitting we were just flying and he was like Dude, I'm so sorry. I just ripped one. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for telling
0: me. Oh, man. That was great. Driving is considerably more dangerous. Yeah, no, duh. Yeah. Because every asshole from high school has a uh, driver's license and is out there (laughs) in their frickin' Pontiac Grand Prix. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Or their dad's Mustang. would Would regular car airlines play vapor music in all airplanes? Hell, yes. That'd be cool. We're we'll getting some thunderstorms. I heard some thunder. Yeah. yeah, saw a flash. So if this stream drops, it's because electricity. <laughs> I still haven't got my UPS here. Has that happened before? No, it yeah. hasn't. But the last podcast, we fried our router. Oof, um, I'm on my third router. I keep buying the cheap ones. Oh. On my Amazon order, it is an uninterrupted power supply. So <sighs> in the future, the uh, that, that router Wi-Fi modem combo will be uh, will be uh, mixed with uh, oh it'll be put through a UPS so mm, good. that'll blow if we get a power surge.
1: Have you ever had your oh shit moment as a pilot yet? Uh, 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 mm, yes. Uh, my one emergency that I had which was when I was in a Piper Cherokee and the alternator relay switch or whatever it's called caught fire in flight and now there's a bunch of smoke filling the cabin of our little airplane and i'm like oh that's not good and, you know follow the procedure electrical fire what do you do turn off all the electrics makes sense and that stops the fire uh so handled that nicely went this to was the hospital on, on the ground yeah uh no in the air oh. uh handled that nicely to well couldn't declare an emergency because now we have no power, no radio, so we circled over the airport, they got the light gun signals, they got the fire trucks, went to the hospital for smoke inhalation, and, well, that was the end of that. Yeah. So. The point is, he kept his cool. Yes. You have to keep your cool as a pilot. Uh... Are there any regular plane reviews in the pipeline?
0: Well, no, but there is that one twin tail thing. I forget what it is. What is the what was it? Urcoop. That? That's Air- not American, Air-Coop? is
1: it? A, Urcoop. Is it American? Uh, Ur- Urcoop. Well, okay. So the full name of the plane is the Urco Urcoop. Uh, Urco Urcoop. Yeah, Erco <laughs> is the manufacturer. Ercoop is the airplane. Uh, They're around in like the fifties, forties. I don't know, sixties. And yeah, they were made uh, right outside of Washington, actually. Huh. Man, it's raining sideways. It's raining sideways. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: Multiple planes fucked. Mm. Delayed, 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 mm. delayed, delayed. Captain actually. Farts.
1: His voice makes my throat <laughs> <laughs> Uh I
0: haven't heard much about the Vagabond Falcon for a while. Is it running? The engine is. <laughs> the transmission is. But there's it, that that it's going to Bruce's uh, next week uh, So
1: uh,
0: And then Bruce is gonna work on it. He's gonna fix the uh, Exhaust manifold gasket He's gonna reseal the intake manifold gasket. He is going to add seat belts install a bus hub uh, Replace the muffler which is now ballooned up because I had a pretty good back uh, after fire Oof. Uh, after fire, what happens, uh, that is when unburnt, uh, fuel ignites within the muffler and blows it up like a balloon. So wow. if we crawled underneath <laughs> the Falcon, you would able to see the muffler. It's blop <laughs> in the middle. It's still working, but you don't want that because now the baffles are all at weird angles in there. And fortunately it's still flowing through the muffler, but if what happens, um, there's a thing that Bruce told me, I didn't know it was a thing, but it's called a key drop. Um, which was a asinine thing you could do with old carbureted cars back in the day. Or even, you know, like into the 90s. What you would do is, you'd be sitting in your car, you'd, and in neutral or out of gear, would rev the engine, turn the engine off. <laughs> and then, the right as the revs, before they, if you have a tachometer, right as before the revs are say up at 6,000 mm-hmm. they drop back down to uh, 10,000 now in that time because it's a carbureted engine the engine is still turning the, the carburetor which even if it had an electric fuel pump still has a small supply of fuel in it it's still uh, fuel is still being sucked through the carburetor into sure. the pistons even though the ignition is turned off the spark plugs are no longer firing There's no electricity being supplied to the coil, Mm -hmm. but it's still sucking in fuel and it's going through the cycle and uh, expelling this air and fuel mixture out through the exhaust. So the entire exhaust, your pipes and the muffler is now filled with misty fuel. That's a good recipe. (laughs) Now, before the revs reach the bottom, you turn the engine back on again, ignite everything everything coming out the back and it goes kablam and a big fireball comes big shoot of fire comes out your exhaust pipe and it scares everybody the problem with doing that is that if fuel could be exploding too much inside your muffler and it goes bump and i had that at some point happen i don't know when in the Ouch. falcon and someone noticed that and said oh <laughs> your 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 muffler. Uh, your muffler is a balloon now <laughs> oh okay well Now what can happen is the baffles inside could be knocked out of whack and could be knocked uh instead of being like this like this and could just stop your exhaust Hmm. coming out now you just stall out it's not gonna like you hurt anything um but uh so i just bought a new walker quiet flow muffler i forget the part numbers up there what is it wlk 18406 which is the part number for the muffler that's on the falcon Hmm. so i'm ready for another beer uh what is your opinion on the one uz v8 i think it's a very fine engine and its uses in cars and planes well uh the one uz uh the one uz is toyota's double overhand double overhead cam four liter v8 it's Hmm. the closest thing they really had to a small block um It's kind of unique in the United States, but in New Zealand, they use it everywhere. That's their LS. In the United States, it's the LS. I didn't know it's used on planes. I didn't think anybody... See, that doesn't... See, we were talking about an ls swap Cessna. That was a proof of concept (laughs) that didn't prove anything. That thing. (laughs) The problem is an LS makes sense because that's cam in block. It's a modern overhead valve. But the cams in the middle, that four, a, that is a very compact V8 engine. The 1UZ is not. That's double overhead cam. That's, the deck height is now huge. <laughs> That's a tall engine because now you have, instead of having the camshaft between the V here, you have two double cams on top, making the engine physically taller. Oh. So yeah. it is okay. a smaller engine, but it's a weird <laughs> shape. Now, we did a video of a Mazda with a 1UZ in it. They sound great. I think they're fantastic V8s. They rev like crazy. They sound amazing. And I can't really fault anybody who puts a 1UZ in stuff. They are kind of they are a classier V8. They rev faster. However, LSs can rev just as fast and just as hard as 1UZ engines because the push rods in LSs are like that. They're tiny. So even though, yes, there's a push rod. It's got rockers. That's old school stuff. <laughs> No, no, no. They figured that out. The whole deal, you've heard me say this before. An LS engine from 1996, when they debuted, f- the the fluid dynamics of that engine flow as good as a NASCAR engine did 10 years earlier. Hmm. That's how remarkable that engine is. Anyway. And they're cheap. Oh, my God. Hmm. Um, and we were at Bruce's, and well, we didn't see any LS's at um i mean that guy we were talking to at the end who is a fan he has an ls going in but you've seen ls's but when you see them in real life it's unbelievably how small they are into the rx8 into the rx8 yes interesting yeah (laughs) okay i ought to show you some videos from tony uh tony matt Happel, who we were talking about the mad scientist of allentown do you know any story of psychedelics and flying? <laughs> I sure hope I don't. Uh, it doesn't strike me that pilots are the type of people who would deal in altered no. states. Nope. They don't Can't seem to have the pers- personality for that. Ellis mm. can rev fine, but not as well as those double overhead cam engines. You say that, but you see them in real life. When you put a cam in those things, oh yeah, I mean you have to modify <laughs> it to make it. Dude, it's just a cam. They go, Rap! rap rap <laughs> yeah ah uh, boy Mike Cross says hey mate just wanted to thank you for coming to NZ it's not somewhere YouTubers or car reviews come to I'm coming back I love New Zealand it is amazing it's pretty. man speak of that rain nice I hope all the hikers made it to uh, Port Clinton time <sighs> they're out there
1: there, there was a oh, bunch that of hikers. Would be rough out there,
0: jeez. We both know because we hiked a small bit of the Appalachian Trail. That was Fun, I loved it. Yeah, let me know if you want to do more. Uh,
1: I want. How is okay? So we did the section from here, from over there, 183 to Port Clinton. To Port Clinton. How is it from Port Clinton to wherever's next?
0: Uh, Port Clinton, to Eckville. Um, that has a very amazing view called the Pinnacle. You can see Pinnacle. all. You can see to where Kutztown Airport would be. There are some landmarks, but you can't see all the way to ABE, <laughs> Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton Airport. But uh, that's a nice hike. You can do that in a day. That's easy. That'd be cool. Uh, there are some rocks in the beginning, but not that much in the end. And it's another get-to cars. But that's, that's not an overnighter like the one we did. Okay. Uh, you can do that in a day, no problem.
1: You That'd could go. You could
0: turn that into an Oneider if you wanted to try to make it all the way to ah no, there to Allentown Shelter would hurt you. You'd have to stop at Eckville, but I've heard stories about the caretaker of Eckville Shelter and heard that he's Oscar the Grouch, <laughs> so you probably <laughs> want to find like a campsite somewhere and camp shortly after Eckville. Or you could, or we could do the Furnace uh,
1: Shelter. Is it Furnace something? That's oh Windsor right, Windsor, oh, Furnace? Windsor Furnace yeah, oh yeah you right could do there, that isn't there?
0: you could do that you could go Port Clinton uh, Windsor Furnace which is only six miles but Windsor Furnace to Allentown see that's the thing you get to Allentown you wow. still got another four miles to go <laughs> to get to the uh, uh, 309 crossing <laughs> so on uh, you could go 309 to Palmerton stopping at the worst bit of Pennsylvania Pennsylvania's heart of darkness for the worst rocks it is interesting for someone like well both of us are novices for hm. on the AT um, but the worst <laughs> section of Pennsylvania is bake oven knob and
1: uh an LS swap Cessna 172 oh boy uh, yes they do
0: exist have yeah. they flown though no. <sighs> I get some beer beer
1: for those of you that don't know, there is a guy who decided. Wait a minute. Why not just take my Lycoming engine out of my Sustan 172 and throw a modern LS engine in there? And lo and behold, he actually did it. Um, there's video of it on YouTube. Just you know, search LS swapped 172. He starts it. He runs it. It taxis around. When From the very moment that thing starts, you will see the entire plane just do this, especially when he starts to add a little throttle, because that power is a little much for a rinky-dink Sessna Monster 2. It's like you are getting so much torque in that little airplane, it's just going to twist the whole thing, and that video is really old. I don't know if it's actually ever flown because that was just an experimental product that that guy made. So oh well. Ever been to Wingsfield in Bluebell? Yes, I have. It's a beautiful place. That would be like my dream place to live, right there in Bluebell, with that little homey type of airport. And uh it's a gorgeous area. I did most of my flight training. My very first flight training was out of Trenton-Bramsville. I'm from New Jersey So I flew all over the area in Eastern Pennsylvania as well including Wingsfield Nice people there Was Pan Am the equivalent of White Star Line? Yeah, it was up there White Starline and Pan Am. Honestly, if you remember, Pan Am had, you know, white hats, uh, military-looking Navy uniforms, and they were modeled after, well, Navy. Uh, They wanted to look professional. It was cool. Are you the guys who Ella swapped the sun? Yeah. (laughs) on a long enough timeline. It rains
0: so fast out there, we got the uh, water coming out of the storm drains. Nice. Took a good day to do this. (laughs) I hope everybody's doing fine. If I was rich, I'd motor swap a DeLorean with an LS7. LS7, it would be very difficult to slop into a... Slop? Swap into a DeLorean. You need the LS4, which is the one that was transverse mounted in something like the, the Buick LaCrosse or something like that. And, uh, because they have shortened accessories, which is the pulleys for the water pump, uh, alternator, all the thing. I've had a Vulcan, and yeah, it's the worst, yeah. People tend to like the freaking Vulcan V6, I don't know. None of your business. Uh, says, thank you for your donation. Uh, seeing two Aspies socialize almost makes me feel sad. All right. I don't know what that means. Aspie. I, don't know. I don't know. People with Asperger's syndrome? I know I'm antisocial, but I hope I'm personable. I hope so. 12 hours bottle of throttle. Who's that? Ship uh, captain?
1: Some airlines have 8 hours, some have 12 hours. Technically, we're 12 hours. The FAA rules 8 hours. 12 hours is the company thing. Mm.
0: This is the. You can take this with if you want. Ooh, ah. This is the Bible. If Tony's thinking about classic cars, unfortunately stuff for your for your maybe if you get a Corvair, <laughs> this this catalog would be useless to you. Of course everything here is on their website. But if you get it into American classic cars, this is almost anything you can possibly want. Nice. We were talking about L S engines because it always comes up. You can buy complete LS engines out of this catalog. Um, Put an LS. in What is Corvair. this? Oh, that's Hemi. That's Dodge. <laughs> Don't care. The company usually is called Blue Point, which will sell you a complete working, uh, retooled engine, which usually means they get the engine block from something else, and this, and then all the accessories, including heads, will be new. Uh, safety. There's usually a category in Summit Racing's catalog just for LS, LS tech. Gaskets, cams. You can put cams. an LS in the Corvair. <laughs> Would it? F- I don't know. It wouldn't fit in the back. It's yeah. a unless you do a complete. Some people Would it
1: fit in your in your car.
0: LS, yeah, yeah. It'd fit in a Falcon. Any place a oh, anything so a, a Windsor fits uh, an LS will fit because Windsor I think is slightly larger. Hmm. Towing and recovery. There it is. Whole category LS performance, including. Cool. Clutches you can buy a engine block. Just the engine block. Just that. <laughs> uh three hundred forty nine dollars. Oh. Like a whole engine.
1: Now what are we talking?
0: Okay, now remember this is for you, you can pull an LS engine for like four hundred, like the same price as that block from a junkyard. You can get it. Uh accessory bracket kits. Where does Blue Point have their entire engine? Yeah. They want something. Okay, this is with it all tuned up. <laughs> Still less than the nice. you were talking about. Blueprint less Eleven thousand dollars. Wow. Now this is going to get you six hundred and twenty-five <laughs> horsepower. <laughs> all right, so it's a little worth. That's all motor friend. too. That's no turbo. <laughs> That's some... what's the compression? Eleven to one. Yeah, that means you're putting in ninety-three, and you can never put anything less. <laughs> Uh,
1: cathedral (laughs) porch are you wearing a casio dana bank wow that is good eye yes I am oh with our terrible uh, (laughs) resolutions we have someone noticed that yes uh, I love this watch I call it the smartwatch of the 1980s because you know I see everyone with this you know the apple watch and everything Mm -hmm. I'm just like what's the point when you have a smartphone so I don't know it looks cool gets comments I had that watch in high school. (laughs) That was the thing.
0: John Rothwell says, I went to the Coventry uh, Motor Museum yesterday and saw the gun car. Yeah, it's like an early armored personnel carrier. Thanks for checking out. That was a cool automotive museum. And it has this pre-recorded thing that if you cross the picket line, an invisible person yells at you from the speakers. (laughs) Stop. But you have to continue the tour to cross the picket (laughs) line. So I don't know what that says. Hilarious i also want power steering i heard it's possible to put it on a delorean but i never heard anybody doing it yeah i think they hmm. get like i think that the move power to get power steering. steering on a car that never had it is to get like a toyota electric power steering unit because they're really small and cram it in there hmm. i think that's how you work that out i think it, i think i'd be sick of the manual steering and impossible clutch no uh deloreans any any mid to rear engine car has very light steering why is the clutch impossible I, maybe he thinks it's a long throw like I found like the clutch in my Subaru is more difficult than it is a DeLorean I didn't think it was a problem at all and you don't really need power steering when the engine's not over the drive not over the steering wheels hmm. bro bro pixel says thanks for citing my 300ms engine bay at Carlisle hey <laughs> Awesome meeting you. Did you figure out an early two thousands version of Winga dinga 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 Dinga? Yeah. Early two uh, thousands. That would be the Wait, did they continue making the Prowler into the two thousands? What about the Thunderbird? <laughs> yeah, that was two thousands, right? When they yeah. made the eleventh generation? They came, yeah, they came yeah. back for a little bit. That's <laughs> technically that's that's Wingadinga, man. <laughs> That card's stupid. I'm gonna just cruise (laughs) into the sunset. My Lincoln Mark 8 or whatever. Dr. Devious with, uh... Can I get, uh... Tony, can I get a nice on this price? Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. For uh, Dr. Devious, Cars and Planes live podcast. Best one yet. Serious. Enjoy some beers on me and have a good, hopefully dry weekend. Well, Thank
1: you. Well, we're trying to the dry right part.
0: Uh, it looks like it's stopped now. It's supposed to heck? be nice tomorrow. It's got that
1: Pepto-Bismol sky out there. Someone else on here asked, uh, what do you think of when the passengers clap on landing <laughs> answer that question right
0: after we answered dr devious have a good hopefully dry weekend it's been an awesome to unwind and relax and have a good work week with excellent commentary thank, thank you. you and thank you for your donation <laughs> uh, i've never been on a plight
1: flight where people clapped not new zealand maybe <laughs> no it's more of a thing outside the united states when you start going outside the u.s because in the u.s we all take flying for granted we have ultra low cost carriers where anyone can afford an airline ticket to florida but outside the u.s now you're talking a little more expensive um you know aside from ryanair and stuff uh flying is seen not as so it's not as common as say here in the u.s uh so you'll have people who've never even seen an airplane Flying an airplane, well, they'll clap. I wonder if we're Whatever. talking
0: like Eastern Bloc countries yeah. or that, uh, India, India uh, Middle um,
1: Eastern, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, excluding like Dubai and stuff in and, and the, the UAE. The rain just arrived in
1: Princeton, New Jersey. Hey, I'm right next door there. Ah, Princeton's cool. So I that's... worked at the Princeton Airport. Fun isn't, place. Isn't it? Is that like a little, little tiny mom-and-pop airport
0: is that the kind of place that doesn't have control tower you yes. just got to work it out amongst yourselves with the radio and you know hope for the best um have we ever reviewed an integra i think we did the acura rsx the spiritual yeah. successor but no we never did an integra the official car of my car got <laughs> stolen again <laughs> freaking Integras, man yeah they're fast-ish but i guess it's more like street bro culture that thinks those cars mm-hmm. are better than they really are
1: Yep. It's the type of car you'd find, you know, at your local strip mall's Thursday night car meet. Yeah. That the police really don't like. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We have that in Hamilton. They rev
0: really fast, they rev really high, and they're a cool engine sound, but it's one of these cars that's a slave to like Honda culture, which we don't yeah. get in this particular part of Pennsylvania. It's all PA dubbers going on around here. And everybody wishing Lift they had trunks. an R32. My tree. <laughs> <laughs> I think next weekend I'm going to uh truck nationals. Depends if Justin Lowe's goes, nice. I think he wants it. To, I don't know if his Ford courier is working or not. He bought a Justin Los is the guy with the Ford model T. Oh, um, nice. And he also bought a Yugo. A Yugo. So Slav. <laughs> um, Cheeky Beriki. <breaky. laughs> I, I wonder if he could do retreat from Moscow and we could just wear tracksuits and just yes. rolling up in that hard bass <laughs> version of Stalker. <laughs> Would you review a BMW X5? They're made in the USA. For a while, that was the biggest douchebag car is the x5 that sport utility oh yeah it's got it's got the exhaust coming through the bumper yeah ford did that in 1964 with the (laughs) mustang gt's what's the stereotype of the r32 gtr's yo i got a skyline beginning and end of my personality (laughs) uh dear brian could you tell the story where you masturbated in a commercial airline yes i can mo brian i can tell you the story of when i masturbated in a commercial airline the equipment was a boeing 747 400 nice i was on my way back from south africa which was a very long flight we were somewhere over the azores and i realized i haven't achieved orgasm at this altitude or in this plane before that's a problem so it was a stand-up come It was in the bathroom. (laughs) Dude, I I like... As long as the seatbelt
1: sign is off. Look, look... You know, Misery Loves
0: Company and the two, the there was a guy next to me from Chicago and a girl from Johannesburg and those two got it on in the bathroom. They joined the Mile oh, High Club. Yeah. So if they joined the Mile High Club, I can join the Mile Squirt Club. And I think I did the move where you just, I think, dude. Dude, well, okay. Uh, no. It's a solo Mile High Club. <laughs> Your first solo flint. <laughs> I think I just leaned on the counter and applied pressure to the perineum to prevent the expulsion of ejaculate or I just cummed in a bunch of napkins and uh Oh makes sense and uh did that and I did not and I think I flushed. I think I flushed it all down. Nice. And it was very much a utility cum. I just did it to pass the time and then go back to sleep. You think it's sexy? It's not. I think I had a better time <laughs> coming in like, a chartered yeah, chartered on, bus. On message At least
1: boards, you see it. It's like, oh, this is going to be great. And then you actually get in the airplane bathroom. Remember, this is an airplane bathroom on an international flight, which hasn't seen service since you left. So, yeah, it might be smelly. It might be messy. Yeah. Good luck getting what you're going to do, uh, you know, to finish. Yeah. Good luck. What were <laughs> you
0: doing in South Africa? visiting friends
1: this see is Africa. i can't do a south africa
0: who accent. can when you're not horny you're just bored true yeah yeah see also 11 a.m <laughs> 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 i work from home
1: company
0: uh hey it won't let me send a super chat what can i do have i have something to ask tony says Wyatt. hi hey. i'm here
1: except oh wait now you have to wait like couple minutes to yeah because we've got sleep <laughs> uh, question next
0: time you know it it should be working. other people have been sending super chats mm. maybe you gotta set it up on your end. I don't know how it how it
1: does any plans oh you have a super chat
0: any plans to oh recently yeah oh I'm sorry <laughs> any plans to go to Japan in the near future would oh. you recommend? I've never
1: been to Japan, but Tony has love Japan been there twice want to go a third time sometime this year. Uh, my brother, uh, Paul, he lives in Japan right now. He's been there for four years. Uh, he was teaching English. He did IT stuff. Uh, and so he never comes here, uh, to the U.S. And I can hardly ever go there because I'm working. And one time he was here in the U.S. for his birthday and I missed him because I was in training for my airline that I work at now. And I was like, well, crap, how am I supposed to see him? So what do I do? Well, I hightailed it over to Japan, and it is it is a different world out there. Mm. Uh, when you go to Japan, you will not – it's like, where am I right now? No one says a word in public on trains. Everyone's polite. Everyone's friendly. Uh, the food is cool. Yeah. Um, it is – the arcades are awesome. It is very different, and uh, I loved it. I would need a fixer. Uh, Mm.
0: We would need somebody who lived in-country who could speak the language. Yeah, I don't know, maybe your
1: brother's available for a fee. Sure, I mean, he's a translator. Basically, he teaches English. But uh, if you're in, like, central Tokyo, okay, you can get around the subway and get food and whatnot with English. Good. But if you venture, you know, a little bit out of the Tokyo city limits, now you're getting a little less English and... You're kind of relying on screenshots from your phone, which is how I got around there. I would get on Wi-Fi, be like, on Google Maps, how do I take this train from here to here? I would screenshot it, and then I would go, Mm because I don't have any cell service. But Uh... it's really easy to get around Tokyo. All the trains go where you want. Uh, It's beautiful. I love it. Oh, yeah, cool cars over there. Like, you have the key cars, and then every now and then you'll see some guy who had some American car imported, and it's like, what is that car doing here? I heard that's a big thing over there. To get some, like, old American iron is, like, a huge deal. Uh, Like like we are with, uh, (laughs) oh, dude, it's JDM! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they have that there. Yep. You'll see a car like, what is that doing in Japan? (laughs) Man. Like, if
0: I had the uh, ability to be a automotive philanthropist i think it'd be so cool to uh import a mustang like a six cylinder mustang which are so cheap to buy again that that could be something else like the one with the 200 power master you can get those for under ten thousand, and you got a classic mustang and no one cares because it's a classic mustang mm. you know hey cool um and then you know this book is everything you need minus of course once you have the uh, two hundred six suddenly you start thinking about having a three hundred two <laughs> or two eighty nine, um, uh, anyway, but moist to be able to have a classic Mustang over there I think would be it's weird would get like, a kick out of that yeah
1: you see you know all the all the taxis I think are like Mercedes or some weird car like that mm-hmm. it's the usual like sedans and vans and then you have like one car that stands out like whoa what the heck? Mm-hmm. like it's a mustang or something like that like what is that doing here ali ferns cool. said my brother was in the air force not a pilot but repair guy yeah there's
0: i know there's more to the air force <laughs> than pilots <laughs> good man he pointed that out <laughs> took a rented commercial took a rented commercial rented airplane commercial home airplane? With a bunch of drunk service guys and all six toilets were busted when they landed at Baltimore, took a rented commercial airline home. What does that mean? Uh,
1: that's a great question. I have no idea. <laughs> a
0: rented commercial, commercial, rent commercial airplane flights. home with a bunch of drunk service guys and all six toilets were
1: busted when they uh, landed at Baltimore. I've had flights where the bathroom has broken in the air and, well, that sucks. I've had flights where the one of two bathrooms are not working and you have to tell people that because otherwise they'll go there thinking it's working. Mm. You have to put a sign on the door that says do not use won't flush (laughs) don't okay I'll just pee meanwhile (sighs) yep I've had the we've had uh, one flight where the toilet overflowed and now you have this blue juice leaking out from under the Uh, door oh Uh, god quick call hazmat jfk actually does have hazmat um huh. if you have someone throw up or like other bodily if you have bodily fluids like up, piss yeah. vomit whatever uh you have to call hazmat huh. and they have a dedicated team for that which is cool <laughs> i have had people throw up Not can fun. you
0: see wawa airlines happening in the east coast wawa airlines. i don't know there's a low-mileage 97 Land Rover Defender at my local Porsche dealer. No idea how it got there. Land Rover
1: there. Defender. Cool.
0: Well, somebody just traded in a Defender. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. A lot of late uh, 80s He means looking- the Army chartered someone to fly troops home. Oh. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. my makes sense. My aunt, who we are talking about, who was from American for a
1: while, took a position at American, had some sort of contract deal. Yes. A lot yeah. of airlines will do that. They'll have DoD contracts. Uh, the big one now is Sun Country. They'll fly troops out to the mid, uh, Middle East through, I think, Ireland, something like that. Interesting. My aunt loved it. She
0: said, "Oh, these guys are the best. I don't have to do anything."
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they
0: don't ask for
1: anything. No, they sit and behave. They, they because sit. And... They're used to taking orders from a loadmaster who is also a military personnel and mm-hmm. not a... Well, I mean, he has the same role as a flight attendant, but trust me, he won't act like a flight mm-hmm. attendant. His air is air marshals it, a thing anymore? Uh, this is getting into national security. Dirty. Yes, they're a thing.
0: <laughs> um, I'm not one, trust me. Is it a bad idea to buy a under 75,000 used N55 BMW 350i? Is it... You got to suss out the owner, Cole. Uh, thing about BMWs is, unlike American Iron, who tons of companies make replacement <laughs> parts and they're all competing for their dollar. That's why that's why American classic cars running small block engines are so goddamn cheap in the U.S. because it's capitalism working in your favor mm. for all the cheap parts. The thing with BMW is. They have licensed parts for themselves. Now, occasionally you can get around that. AC Delco will make some sort of disposable stuff like alternators or this and that. But for the most part, when you buy a BMW, you have to get BMW parts because they're tight asses on replacement parts. And that's where they make their dollar. So you got to talk to the owner. If he has his documentation of all the repairs he did, then great. If it isn't, know that you're going to spend some money. <laughs> chemtrails
1: <laughs> what it What? i'm what a dad <laughs> oh have you gotten that question oh god i once i did yep i've did done the guy have his shirt tucked or untucked uh it was a large fatherly figure with a hawaiian shirt oh god and a baseball cap saying are chemtrails a thing and no. i'm just like no sir sorry I. This is the thing. I just want to be the coolest guy ever, and I'm cool and awesome. But I have to be professional. I can't just make dank memes. At work. <laughs> I have to be professional in this uniform with passengers, and just say no. <laughs> it's tough. Can you wear like clip on?
0: I have clip on sunglasses over mine. Can you wear those like in the airport? Uh,
1: like walk around with the oh, shades on. No, you don't want to do that. You'll look. Is that a douche move among pilots? Yeah, that's a douche move. Don't wear sunglasses indoors. Don't... uh, Aviators. With the Ray-Bans. Oh, God. Damn.
0: (laughs) The right stuff pumping through all the veins. (laughs) Coming off the jetway. Someone's gotta fly this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Adrian Records said... Can vintage planes be characterized as Wingadinga or Wampa-Dampa? I'd say Wampa-Dampa. Jenny. Jenny. I think that's Wampa-Dampa. Yes, the
1: Curtis Jenny is Wampa-Dampa, if anything. (laughs) That is the biggest Wampa-Dampa. Wingadinga would be... Well, this is the thing. Wingadinga is the 50s, but the thing is with civil aviation,
0: you have 50s-era planes, 50s yeah, and 60s-era planes normal. flying
1: around normal. You have planes from the 70s, just normal, like it's the 1970s right now, because used planes are so cheap. A used Piper Cherokee or Cessna 102 will run you $30,000, maybe forty if you will buy a nice one. But a brand new one, now you're looking at six digits, maybe 200000 no one wants to buy that money when they could just buy using for 30 grand. So now you have, you and know, because the, rec- Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. You. The, the entire market is just flooded with planes from the seventies and that's fine. They still work. They run, they fly. It's great. Uh, also if you're ever near
0: Westchester, which Westchester, Westchester. PA or New York, uh, feel free to review my 62. Let's say <coughs> haber with 30,000 miles email sent. Thank you for sending the email big fan keep up the great work thank you Adrian gosh the Curtis
1: Jenny there's not many left flying they're almost on they are the plane was built in 1916 nice they're more than 100 years old now
0: shit wow Did you have you been out to Grimes
1: no or, and I want to go Golden
0: Age Air Museum they are they are Restoring a Jenny out there.
1: Imagine just being in a one hundred. It'd be like a Model T.
0: Now, of course, the airframe is going to be new. That they're yeah. building out new there. New wood,
1: new uh, fabric for the wings. It's, it's fine. Of course, you have this, you know, engine from the twenties <laughs>
0: up there. <laughs> the thing, the thing we would Tony and I talked about this before, or maybe it wasn't you. It may was maybe uh, Mike Steinberg. The idea of flying and looking out over the front. And seeing the rocker <laughs> arms yeah, moving.
1: It's just there, exposed. It's just right there in front of you. Mm. Douglas DC 4's Wingadinga. Uh, yeah, the DC 4's Airline Wingadinga. That's a, that would be a cool plane to fly in. If you're ever out in DC3. Pittsburgh, would you be interested in viewing a stock BMW Z3 Roadster
0: with that S55? Send me an email. Duda, That's the way to do it. What do you I will think of the Pittsburgh.
1: BMW Z3? I'm curious.
0: Well, I want a Miata, but I'm fancy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I want to spend
1: more money. I want to spend more money on a Miata.
0: <laughs> like, they're very phallic cars. They have long mm. hoods. Mm-hmm. Um, the little cute little air, t- air intakes on the yep. front sides. You got the, you got the heat extractors there that, I don't know, do something, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> These holes go nowhere. Um... <laughs> I saw a Z3. My mom was about them for a while until they find out how hard they ride and you can buy a newer like a new uh, ND Miata and it's going to be so much better than those cars. Yes, you can look fancy, but y- you look like uh, <laughs> uh I work at HNR block and I
1: <laughs> and I own a Z3. I need a car I to guess. have fun with in the Poconos.
0: Yeah. Uh Jack Lincoln says is a 300cc motorcycle tractor practical for college in north carolina okay here's the thing about owning a motorcycle in college you will be cool (laughs) as i was and i had mine in grad school i've had a number of motorcycles in grad school all very cheap (laughs) the thing about owning a motorcycle in a college town is there's a lot of douchebags that prey on college kids and your motorcycle will be stolen Uh... what you have to have is a way to store your bike indoors now, in my case, I lived at 149 Main Street, Kutztown, Pennsylvania, uh, 19530. And I had a glassed-in porch that locked. I was able to walk my motorcycle through a house door. It was down down our little nice. walkway and into a porch, and it locked. So it's out of sight, you pull the blinds down. See, the biggest thing of keeping a motorcycle from being stolen is people don't know you have it. Mm. If you're parking a bike on the street, people can come up, you know, some douchebag can come up <laughs> And, and well, yeah, they can pick your bike up yeah. and put it back in a U-Haul trailer. Yeah. Or if they want to be an asshole, they can come by with a pair of scissors and cut your fuel line. Or 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 they can come by with a they can take a razor blade and just cut your spark plug wire. Yeah. Assholes, are, 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 assholes are assholes are man. Yep. They're gonna come out there with a utility knife and slice your uh, slice your mm. uh, your seat because <laughs> faggot. Mm. Yeah, that. So, you have to have your bike indoors. If you can't do that, don't own a motorcycle in college. Mm. Now, I was in Austin. Now, there are exceptions to this. I was in Austin, Texas uh, at uh, UT, University of Texas, which is a rich, holy crap, rich school. Um, Austin, Texas, great town. But where everybody is up on the level, people are tend to be good. And the Honda Ruckus is the scooter. <laughs> I saw some other bikes in that town. You saw my video. Yeah. and um there you can do it but your average town man i wouldn't recommend having a motorcycle in college unless you can find a way to park it indoors i'm not talking Hmm. about a carport i'm not talking about under
1: a porch i'm talking about behind a locked door out of sight Hmm. that's how you do it someone says sup tony just got my cfi check ride coming up oh man bless your heart what's Uh, a cfi certified flight instructor Ah. that is probably the hardest check ride Uh, Out of all the licenses You can get Your CFI is going to be long Hard uh, And painstaking Um, I had I was uh, One of the unlucky people I had mine with the actual FAA uh, Inspector from the Flight Standards District Office Nearby Um, Usually it's with a designee from a from the FAA but if you're unlucky you got the actual inspector and so of course everyone's like oh god straighten your tie paperwork all good um my CFI checkride was probably a total of five or six hours of my day and that was probably three hours just on the ground and another two hours in the air uh be prepared to explain you know the laws the levels of learning how students learn don't just recite the book like think of how you can talk about it in general sense a lot of the flight instructor check ride is how to be a teacher because that's what you're getting is sort of a teaching license Mm -hmm. and you you were a teacher yeah so you have to you know explain the levels of learning how students uh forget things or how they remember things some of it's going to be flying some of it won't uh, there's lots of YouTube videos you can watch uh, come prepared with lessons, pl- lesson plans wear a nice shirt with a tie uh, yeah short sleeve or long sleeve? I did long sleeve uh, color of the shirt yeah white white Red stripe tie. Something that pops out because you're wearing white. Mm. Um, just remember, that's going to be the longest check ride you do, but you are going to be so happy when you pass. So, good luck to you. <laughs> Tony. Tony,
0: did you see what happened with Oshkosh traffic? No, Listening what happened? To the ATC recordings, and ah, it was hilarious. Shoot.
1: I didn't know. I know Oshkosh is happening right now. Was it a doctor? Uh, I have no idea what happened. I know there was already one accident. There's always like one accident a year. Because you're talking about like an air show Carlisle style. Or, right. You know, and know, some guy who wants to show out. off. Yeah. <laughs> what is the aeronautical
0: equivalent of a burnout? What is the dumb show off um, stuff?
1: Okay. Buzzing. Mm,
0: no. I know what that is. I know you can't what that really is. do
1: anything legally. There's nothing you can do that's safe and legal. Mm. And also, people aren't willing to bend metal as they would in a car. Mm. Uh, you bend metal in a plane, you're screwed. You bend metal in a car, okay, whatever. Takes a shot. Maybe you get a police ticket. Yeah. But in a plane, no one wants to willingly bend metal and risk themselves. You have thousands and thousands of airplanes in on the ground and in the air. Everyone's needs to follow rules and not hit each other and not do anything foolish. What there, –
0: there was this – now, this took place in the 40s, but it was that book, again, Flights of Passage by Samuel Hines. Hmm. And he was talking about oh, how um, – totally worth it buying it on Amazon.
1: I've heard of it somewhere.
0: It's, it's a guy who – it takes place in the Pacific Theater in World War II. And he ends up flying the, oh, that one torpedo bomber that held, it's a single engine, it was one of the largest single
1: engine yes, torpedo bombers.
0: Yes, the bo- TVM Avenger. That's what he flew. And he tells the story about some guy who was showing off that the plane had this feature, it was a safety feature that if you flicked the uh. the safety feature that wouldn't, Allow the, I guess at all planes have now, (laughs) but if you put the
1: landing gear up and the plane's on the ground, it's not going to go, yes, (laughs) Uh, slow down. A squat switch, lots of planes have those mostly nowadays, and I think planes back then, it's uh, if there's weight on wheels, uh, a mechanical switch will open a circuit preventing you from lifting the gear. Okay, uh, when you take off, that switch closes, allowing you to electrically actuate the landing gear. The way
0: Samuel Hans described it is, that switch still allowed you to move the lever.
1: Yeah. You can move the lever, nothing's gonna happen.
0: So, the second the weight came off the wheels, Mm -hmm. the landing gear came up. And there was this one guy who would do that to prove how much of a hot the second he's up his gear is up <laughs> but then he comes up and starts losing power and uh, comes back down again yep and he the way he writes it mm. he says we were all watching him the plane came to a stop with the with the prop augering its way into the dirt mm-hmm. and uh or, or was
1: that him who he did that that's I. that's just dumb There, there's youtube videos of people doing that and uh it's just people leaving the gear in the up position, and they rotate, and the gear folds, and the whole plane falls, and now you have a totaled airplane. Mm. Sucks. Um, Wings folded on the TBM T TBM TBF Avenger, the largest single plane ever. The Avenger is cool. They I built s- them right there in Trenton, New Jersey, <laughs> uh, when GM was there back in the
0: day. The there was one in uh, the uh,
1: Air Museum in New Zealand. Uh, they yes, were given uh, two of them. Yes, they were. New Zealand was actually given a lot of U.S. aircraft uh, to use during the war. So was That's Australia.
0: Fucking huge. That's one. They're man- big. You, you of, stand next to like four. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, pilot, navigator. Um rear ball turret and yep. tail gunner. Yep. It was a party. <laughs> big plane. Very difficult. He's a big plane. Samuel Hines described that plane as well, he was talking about his crew.
2: And he said it was down.
0: weird that he didn't really fraternize with them too much. He saw them and he was
1: responsible to uh with them. But who? Richard Bach. Uh do you know Richard Bach? No. Amazing author. Yeah. Um I read Richard Bach's Nothing By Chance 10 years ago and that was oh, that's that's up there in like one of my favorite books ever and I don't have a lot of favorite books but Richard Bach is a pilot he used to do air shows in like the 50s or whatever when like air shows are pretty kind of new but he has amazing stories mm. and ah. Oh, that is an amazing author.
0: Yeah, Chris, we're still going because the beer is
1: still here and it's we still raining. We are rainy. still going. I we'll have to. So we're up a little bit. <laughs> what is Maybe the best warbird, it. and why is it the P forty seven? Uh, yeah. I mean the P fifty one Mustang. Sexiest might shit.
0: win the best warbird. P thirty eight Lightning. P thirty eight, yeah, that's cool. Um. It's Especially the one they it.
1: saved from the glacier. Oh my god! Yeah, that was
0: cool. Oh, remember, yeah, Glacier Girl. Um, I like the B twenty five Mitchell because they managed to land a bomber on an aircraft carrier during the <laughs> Doolittle
1: raid. Appreciate it. Been grinding the oral exam guide. This is the guy who asked the CFI uh, oral question for the last few days. Uh, can't see it. Gonna go in and give it my all. Got it with a DPE rather. Okay, so you have a designated pilot examiner instead of a FISDO. That's a start. That is good. Um, Just remember, you're still going to have to give it your all. Uh, The oral is excruciatingly long. It's the longest oral you'll ever do. Even the the airline transport pilot test, that was easier than the CFI. Um, Because not only are you being tested as a pilot you're being tested as a teacher which is what the hell is it what are we doing we're pilots not teachers well they have to be mm. so um but yeah read the oral exam guide you know uh if you search king schools on youtube they have great videos on being a cfi have you guys ever
0: been to the to the ave my Mi- heard of the ave miser
1: what is that? No idea what that I is. No clue what that is. Sam
0: Iman says my dad piloted Avenger in World War II. Nice. Rarely talked about his war experience, other than World War II vets were present when he passed, when he passed on 2010 at 85 years old. Rest in peace, sir. Wow. Greatest Generation.
1: um I, th- I think George Bush Senior flew Avengers. Did he? Yeah. He was. Yes. Yep. I'm pretty sure. I can't believe they tried to land those things on carriers.
0: <laughs> There was that, there was a uh, TBD, was Devastat- TB? there was a Devastator, no, uh, George Bush, yeah, Senior. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bomber pilot. Um, Burgundy Burnouts. Hey, you're back from work. This guy's on every single uh, <laughs> one we do. Thank nice. you. Made it home in time to catch some live parts. What's the best beater sports car? The answer is always Miata. And why is it the SN95 Mustang? It's not. It's it's, uh, it's an NA or NB Miata. It's, oh gosh darn it. You know, there are guys. The SN95 Mustang, yeah, it's more power. It certainly is more power. But Hmm. let's go NB Miata. Like everybody at Harris Hill Raceway. And by the way, uh, Monica knew it says, anytime you want you, Tony, uh, want to come to, uh, uh, Harris Hill Raceway, Ooh. they are racing instructors and they say she loves teaching pilots because yes. pilots fucking listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I um, would enjoy that. Like racing cars. <laughs> I was, it was very strange because the driving experience is totally different than driving. Um, and realizing that a car, any regular car, <laughs> gosh, that'd be fun to do, just to rent a Nissan Versa while we're down there. <laughs> they had a race one time where everybody just went out to Hertz and just rented cars. And Intel, they bought the $9 insurance and just went to the track. The Versa
1: is narrow and it's tall, but surprisingly, it corners its feet <laughs> pretty well. I'd like to see it on a track, though. That'd be interesting. Um,
0: <laughs> So, Burgundy, the uh, the guys at Harris Hill since they race Miata, and since everybody races Miatas, they realize you're breaking a car when you go out and race sure. it. The amount of abuse they take on a racetrack is unreal. Mm-hmm. So they try to find the cheapest parts, and one guy found this like Chinese manufacturer that was selling brake rotors for $15. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'm like, awesome! Are they crap? <laughs> yeah, they last an entire race. <laughs> I, can, I put four new brake rotors on this for... <laughs> or whatever that is can't do the math in my head nice. like this is awesome <laughs> yeah I warp them by the end of the race but who cares Um, I mean SN95 I think that's more car for cheap but
1: hmm. uh, I thought yeah, about it I thought about buying a really cheap SN95 uh, God, when right. I was in Florida because yeah. I needed a car to go from my house in Florida to the airport so I could commute to New York instead of wow. running a car every time it was getting expensive but fortunately i moved Hmm. is the nissan versa a decent daily uh if you're in a city yes yeah if you're doing highway yes it's great i it does what it's designed to do is be the cheapest new car out there with good gas mileage
0: uh burgundy burnout says my neighbor has a ford coyote motor in his na miata yeah flying miata does that got a video of it on my channel awesome Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony, for uh, clarification, the Ford Coyote motor is Ford's competitor to the LS. Ah, the f- the okay. Coyote motor is 302 cubic inches or five liters. Is that what we saw at the at a uh, Bruce Hens? We saw a modernized or tuned up 302, which is okay. also five liters, but that is a pushrod motor. The Coyote is a double overhead cam, nice. modern, high revving, 7,000 rpm engine. Um, cool. Now, most fi- most LSs are 5.7 liters. The Coyotes are 5.0. Um, hmm. Coyotes sound amazing, and there are great engines, but there are just a, a plain old different approach to a V8. And that's what makes the Ford-Chevy thing uh, so great. Ford has a more modern V8. Chevy has a less modern V8. But the thing about the LS is at its old tech, pushed to its absolute physical limit. I don't know if we'll see a push engine as good as an LS within our lifetime or if that's the very last one. Hmm. Um, the Coyote motor is a more expensive engine to produce and manufacture. Um, and LS is still, a Coyote motor, motor can make a thousand horsepower. Hmm. A LS motor can make a thousand horsepower with junkyard parts. That's the thing. It's... It, they... they uh, GM beat Ford on a price point. Uh, we've been going at this for over two hours. How are you feeling?
1: I need to use a bathroom, but... And the go use the bathroom. sign is on.
0: <laughs> go use the bathroom, yeah. please. I'll take yeah. care
1: of this. Cool.
0: So now it's just Brian and you. Mr. Regular, what is your opinion on the Generation 2 Nissan Xterra's pro or con... Uh, they're good for tuning up because they have live axles front and rear. Um, I don't, I didn't find that they ride very well and it's not a great daily. I wish I could LS swap my 95 Explorer. Don't bother. Um, just buy a Silverado if you really want a four, four wheel drive truck with an LS engine. wonder what's up with the super chat I guess it maybe this is just a bad time to have a podcast on Friday afternoon when everybody's getting ready to go out for the weekend what problem did I have on Southwest oh it was just loud and noisy it wasn't really the airline it was really the passengers but and I sat behind a crying baby for forever the entire ride from uh, PDX to LAX Uh, flying and driving says what's your affiliation with Tony Hope you have known him for a long time, or how did you meet? Uh, Tony is a friend of Mike Steinberg, who is also a fan of RCR. Just general fan of RCR, who has grown into a friend. Ah, And he's also a commercial airline pilot, which is super intriguing to me because I don't know any. And I like to be associated with people who are successful and excelling people in strange fields. Bob... Tuba account, <laughs> Bob to be account. Okay, who uh donates 111 rubles. rubles. Cool, as a fan from Russia, hello, Russia, far, far away. I'm actually stoked to be here in the live podcast. Da, thank you. <laughs> it's as close as I'm gonna to get to an RCR meetup. Thank you yeah our two countries are kind of weird right now mm-hmm. I've been I'm totally to go to Russia I'm totally all about Russia and in fact I worked for a while the last job I had before RCR were two people who uh, emigrated to the United States nice. from Russia in 1977 I, l- I wish I knew how to read Cyrillic it's not Cyrillic? yeah Krillic. Is-
1: Krillic. Cyrillic? 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 I think it's Cyrillic maybe i just pronounce it like an american russia
0: has the best (laughs) national anthem and i have no idea what it is (laughs) but it sounds like progress even though you know
1: especially played at like ear rape volumes right right like extremely loud like holy shit i've been trying i've been like thinking about going to russia for about a year now and it's ever since delta stopped service there and I don't think there's any U.S. airlines that have service there, which makes really? it impossible to get to. Um, also, the tourist visa requirements are really difficult to get uh, into there. And that's all I want to do is— I'm a journalist. I'm not getting there. Yeah. It's just plain old fact. I just want to visit one museum, and that's it. Mm-hmm. The Russian—the Soviet Air Force Museum. I They have such cool stuff there. Right and i want to go but yeah I'm and car ain't.
0: culture car culture and like aeronautical culture transcends boundaries sure like mm-hmm. i'm all about seeing people who crazy nissan patrols like st petersburg and stuff like that um post grunge is the worst genre post grunge <laughs> what is even
1: post grunge <laughs> post grunge hmm. well, is that nickelback uh sure i don't know what would regular grunge be just, Just Aeroflot. Aeroflot? Aeroflot, okay. Aeroflot, yes. What's that? The Pan Am of Russia.
0: <laughs> Andy William asks, I that a question for Tony. What is it like to fly into ORD? Also Chicago O'Hare. I live two mm. miles from there and it's always super busy. Nice.
1: Well, uh, as a pilot, it's freaking difficult because you have tons of airplanes at the second world's busiest airport uh trying to go all at once especially during rush hour it can be exhausting uh having to listen to the radio you have you're not even talking around you have to listen for your call sign sort of like Oshkosh is right now um not to mention the departures and arrivals are very closely spaced so you know you have to be very uh, on speed I should say As a passenger, though... As a passenger, you
0: can spend a lot of time in O'Hare's Vaporwave Tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) Between Terminal, I can't remember what, it's like way at the end, but you get in this tunnel... And it's da, 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 I love that da, thing. Da, da, da. I rode that at least 20 times. Oh, I don't care man. who's watching me. I'm riding that I'm riding that conveyor belt, that people conveyor, the people on parade, and I just turned around and went back. <laughs> because okay, we're there like on a when we fly out on a Thursday peak time, when I go to an airport, what I want is what uh Ernest Hemingway once. A clean, well lit, <laughs> comfortable place. I yeah. want a place with no people. I want it quiet. And mm-hmm. that was a hard day at ORD. Or O'Hare. I don't know what I should be saying as a passenger. Uh O'Hare. I O'Hare. Guess, yeah. I want and or and D. it was like hot and see the thing about O'Hare's terminal is it has a fuck ton of windows, like more than yes. an airport needs. Yeah.
1: A lot of it's ceiling beautiful. lights. Very beautiful, but also it's gets large. Hot. It does get hot. Oh my god. That's the problem with Philadelphia. Um, in the Delta concourse, Terminal D, at the very end, it's all windows. Uh, and that's a problem because the air conditioning sometimes isn't as powerful down there. Yeah. You, you walk down the concourse towards the end, air conditioning works fine. Then you get near the end, oh my god, it's like 10 degrees hotter. Uh, oh, it sucks. Uh, so the-
0: I went down in the tunnel where it's nice and cool. I'm oh. underground, I'm underneath the tarmac. It's choice, it's beautiful. Uh, nugukugaplanga asks for the CRJ driver. Any thoughts on the Airbus takeover of the new
1: C series? Did we talk about? This? Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, honestly, it's not good or bad. Uh, Airbus has money. They're going to develop what was the C series into now the Airbus A220, and we're still gonna see that. <laughs>
0: My neighbor, also. Burgundy burnouts. Glad you're sticking with us, man. My neighbor also has a carbureted Chevy 350 and a Nissan Sylvia. Ooh, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the United Airlines tunnel at O'Hare that's been through. That's been through. It's, it's also been the, through it a, a few, few times.
1: times. Um, you know who else has a trippy ass tunnel? Detroit. Yeah. Uh, Detroit airport has this tunnel that links terminal a to b and c and it's the trippiest tunnel they have music going mm-hmm. where it'll the lights will sync up to all oh. the music and it's just the coolest thing in the world okay see so a
0: nissan Silvia s13 is a modern fuel injected vehicle from the 90s and plopping a csb into that with a carburetor that's just lazy town <laughs> uh, like okay as much as we talk about ls swaps before there was the ls there was the chevy 350 <laughs> which is even cheaper now because the ls exists mm. like like Someone told me that General Motors has only done one great thing in their life and that's make the small block engine Before it was the 350 now. It's the LS Um, But what engines and what legacies to have I mean the Chevy 350 Which is 350 uh, cubic inches which translates to 5.7 liters Which is the same displacement as your average LS but with a carbureted engine and also staggered exhaust ports. So as you look down the side of a block of a Chevy 350, it's not intake, exhaust, intake, exhaust, intake, exhaust. It's intake. No, it's exhaust, intake, intake, exhaust, exhaust, intake, exhaust. It's staggered. That was the fluid dynamics that they tried to work out in 1955. The small block was invented in 1955 and Justin Kramer bought one of the original ones. They don't have oil filters. Really? You just change the oil every (laughs) thousand miles when it gets dirty. (laughs) The air cleaner is an oil air cleaner. There was such a thing as oil air cleaners. Cool. What happened was the air cleaner, as it the oil was supposed... The air coming in was supposed to pass over an oil bath and go around it and come down. The idea is it would somehow attract the particulates in the air and clean it as it went through. You were supposed to fill your air cleaner with used engine oil. Hmm. Um Okay. Also, I think the alternator was driven off of the... Um... Uh wait the alternator and water pump were driven off of the same pulley it they're, they're bizarre like the very first ones um they also had no engine mounts and i forgot how they mounted them to the <laughs> engines it's, they, yeah. bu- it's it's strange in 1955 uh general uh ford didn't invent their small block until 1962 i believe so nice um So, considering that the GM350 existed, essentially, from 1955 until 2000 and... Fuck. Like, (laughs) four? Wow. What a hell of an engine. They're incredibly simplistic, and of course... If it ain't broke... Don't fix it. Uh... How much does like we we saw it eleven thousand dollars for a yeah, the, like three fifty kit kitten caboodle most of everything here will fit a three fifty it's in terms of <coughs> American engines the Chevy three fifty is the American engine hmm um well we've been going this at this for two hours and thirty minutes I think we're gonna wrap this mm. to, uh, thing up uh, pretty soon
1: any other last minute aviation question.
0: Mm. generator and power steering on the same pulley thank you classic boat rescue thank you regular the AVE Mizar was essentially a Ford Pinto that had wings and a prop oh wait oh Oh, um,
1: he's talking about like a flying car type of thing there are a lot of there were I want to say were a lot of flying car uh, attempts in the past cars that could just turn into airplanes and a lot of them failed a lot of them were cool none of them really became what they wanted to become which was just regular car well yeah i forget i think it was
0: james may who said well you build a flying car what you really build is a really shitty
1: car and a really crappy airplane that's exactly it um the first flying car that comes into mind that's new and being built is the Terrafugia. Transition. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but it has a 90 horsepower CVT engine for the car part, okay. and like a hundred horsepower Rotax engine for the plane. Oh, two engines in it. Uh, yep.
0: Right. Um. So now it has to carry an engine
1: in the air that isn't that's doing jack crap. Exactly. Um. It's interesting. <laughs> so yeah, you have a car on the ground it's a car that can do maybe 65 or 70 max uh, in the area maybe 100 knots which is meh, cessna 172 speed uh, so we'll see what the future holds for them it was cool seeing it in person at oshkosh oh man it's awesome the wings fold and everything
0: Thoughts on the Antov AN 255? Don't know what that is. It's a it's giant Russian.
1: airplane. It's the biggest. It's not the biggest airplane in the world. Because uh, that would be the Spruce Goose, maybe? Largest wingspan, I think. It, it depends what the largest is. Like, one has the largest wingspan. One is the largest from nose to tail. One is. No. Uh, it's cool Russian big plane. Hmm moonies yes or no yes moonies are cool they're sporty they're fast uh they cost money though but they're do they nice. have a high stall speed mm, a little higher than a cessna yes you also get these uh if you remember in the glider you get these little speed brake things that pop up like that yeah uh the Mooney has that and it's funny and cool all righty guys i think we're gonna
0: wrap this thing up here And it's 9 o'clock at night. You got like a two-hour drive home. (sighs) I do. Man, Should be fun. Yee. All right. Thanks, guys, for coming into our CR uh, podcast number 39 with Tony Airlines. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Tony. All right. Have a very good night, guys. Now we got to turn it off.
1: Where's the button? Where's the button, man?